0: are listening to the chomp cast the official podcast of sword chomp and swordchomp.com we know life is precious and your time is valuable so thank you for making our show part of your day hopefully we can return the favor by enhancing the grind of life just a little bit the chomp cast give you double life experience points like that that Mountain Dew. Uh, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Uh, if you're on Android, it means the world to us. You know, the help us rise in the charts, get new ears to listen to the show. You can also go to patreon.com swordchomp um, ways you can support us there. I will plug that later, though. <sighs> Men believe death's elections to be a thing inscrutable, yet every act invites the act which follows. And to the extent that men put one foot before the other, they are accomplices in their own deaths, as in all such facts of destiny. Death is what the living carry with them, a state of dread, like some uncanny foretaste of a bitter memory. But the dead do not remember, and nothingness is not a curse. Far from it. Those are some quotes from one of my favorite authors, Cormac McCarthy, um, and I'm not trying to sully the mood here, but it's been a somber week of sorts with the passing of a legendary icon Kobe Bryant shaking up the world, reminding us all of our mortality uh, in many ways, and that quote was also inspired because Naughty Dog was inspired by The Road in No Country for Old Men and from this article I was reading in Game and um, about when they created The Last of Us. And uh, The Last of Us is a game I will finally be talking about today with you guys, and I know people are really excited to finally get some Last of Us talk, so I thought that would at be last. A, uh, <laughs> at last. a good correlation there. Um, and look, we can save the really somber stuff for the end of the show, because one of the great things about the Chomcast is we can be an escape for people, you know, from the anxieties of daily life, and humor, and jokes, and dick jokes, and all that stuff, um, and that's what I hope that we can be, so... Uh, we break down some Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order as Josh finally gets his hands on a double-bladed lightsaber. Sorry, double-sided would have made that a uh, lead-up possibly, to possibly. Better. Um, not really blades on double-sided dildos. Poll topics range from breakfast battles to. <laughs> <You> Game? <gave> <laughs> oh, are there? Are there blades? On... If you yeah. want, I have mean, you ever seen Seven?
1: Whatever you're into. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Hellraiser?
0: Um, mm. no and no um, we have breakfast battles to marine battles that's right our Instagram audience votes who they think would win in a death bout uh, Master Chief or the Doom Marine um, Doom Guy well, I guess they're both Marines technically anyway.
2: no, I don't um, think
0: the Doom Guy's a Marine we'll find out we'll dig into that are they both Marines yes I think they are but the topic of the show um, this is a little long-winded, so bear with me. Uh, a teaser of sorts for Game of the Year. We count down our favorite third-person action-adventure games of the last you know, four to five years or so and ponder why four of the last five Game Awards winners have been third-person action-adventure games. This is inspired by one of our patrons, our big patrons, Danny P. And Danny, we love you. And, uh, we thought this would be a fun topic for everyone involved, so you don't want to miss this. There will be blood in the water, my friends. Uh... Rich is joining us from New York. Let's get to some intros here. The big softy, um, Rich. There's blood in the water. We get game of the year practice. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah. And
1: you know, I just wanted to undercut your earlier speech by saying I am gonna live forever. Oh,
0: okay. All right. You know what? I I like your confidence. I really mm. do. Thank um, you. you. You you can't live forever. We, we if traded. You don't believe I actually, I already died. I so oh, yeah out. no. Yeah.
2: So
1: it it evens out. <laughs> mm-hmm it um i'm going to be immortal they're going to build a statue of me in detroit like robocop um and i'll i'll live on in everyone's hearts but also physically in in the world like for real
0: that you know you have a very high opinion of yourself i'll say you know a lot of the women i've
1: dated have told me that
0: uh, <laughs> um but you know uh, what?
1: You ha- unearned rich. is
0: the term they use. Unearned. In <laughs> my opinion of yourself. Like, I'm a believer, Rich. You have to believe it before it can come true. So you have to make believe the great make things it. before they can be. So Just like taxes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that from Donald Trump.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you don't believe in them, they can't hurt you. <laughs> I, th- I think we might have hit our Donald Trump trump quota for the pie <laughs> two weeks in a row now god damn it
1: listen this is my understanding everybody really liked that bit um yeah that's, we, we can't that,
3: stop at this point it's in the sake of the national interest we i went to,
0: through great effort to find a red bridges hat just to make that video just for you guys so appreciate through, that. through
3: great length yeah as in you you turn the game seconds. on and and turn the yes. color red and then uh-huh. hit the screenshot. <laughs> you, you hit the share great 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 length <laughs>
2: I
0: actually had to Google, how do you change the color of your hat? <laughs> you could have just texted, <laughs> texted one of us probably, too. Uh, that was a that was good time. So thanks for being here, Rich. It's going to be a fun show. Um, joining us from Japan, the one and only Shay lateness here. Professor Layton. Um Shay, I think I have a response for you. You're asking, what should we do for our Pokemon tournament tomorrow for the winner, right? What should we do?
4: Right. What should we do?
0: Here's what I'm thinking. What about we pitch in, all of us, live? This is the first time, so I didn't answer you in the chat. We get a trophy, okay? 20, 30 bucks. We start a tradition. We build. Order a trophy from a shop, like a Pokemon-style trophy, and we just engrave it, you know? Pokeball winner 2020, something like that. What do you think?
4: I think that would be badass, to be honest with you. So you think 20,
0: 30 bucks? Why
1: don't we up the ante? I know a place that makes wrestling replica belts. 400, 500 bucks max. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I, I'm not against the wrestling belt thing, but I do think the wrestling belt thing is done quite a bit in, you know, other areas of the gaming industry. I don't really want to step on other people's thing, but I'm not opposed to it. Mm-hmm.
4: I, think, I think it would be more badass if, like, the trophy was actually like a gold plated Pokeball and it could open.
3: Yeah, we'll just get in touch with those Stanley Cup guys. I'm sure they I'll can c- make another. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like they gotta have a lot of
3: downtime, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, they've made the one, and we well. got
1: like, how about
3: we step it up? You know.
2: Yeah. They...
1: Also, uh, backup plan. You know, if you guys remember years and years, like uh, I want to say early '90s, uh, when Burger King did those Pokemon toys, I could call Burger King, see if they got any of them left. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, like
4: remember there'd be like the gold that would be the gold th- plate th- of a Pokemon be even inside. More badass. Instead of getting a trophy, getting one of those like fucking. Uh, kids' meal toys, and that would be the trophy. Yeah, let me get Maybe the if ki- we
1: k- let me get the king on the phone.
4: What if we just glued it together
0: in a shitty hodgepodge of sorts? You know, you a know, you know. What's funny that just... you
4: mentioned that? I was just watching an episode uh, the other day of Good Mythical Morning, and that was literally the trophy that they did. Literally the other day. What a Pokemon trophy! Like, no, 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 no. They took a bunch. Like, so the episode was basically they were um they're trying to guess what toys are from which franchises. So for example, like, I don't know if you guys remember this, like episode one of star Wars, they had these like cups and they had these random characters, like as the tops on the cups. And there were three, there were three franchises who did it. It was KFC pizza hut and one other one. And then whoever got the most correct, um, they took a bunch of toys and like, you know, glued them together basically. And it was one giant, like, Cluster of a toy, and that was their trophy. Yeah,
0: that's cool. That's neat. Well, so. we'll talk about it, but I don't mind pitching in personally. And uh, tomorrow, we're not really hyping it up because this will post Monday. But um, we've been hyping it up all week, and I'm going to go through the results very quickly at the end of the show. The polls will close tonight. We are down to the it's like a uh, basketball, like March Madness. We are down to the uh, the elite eight <laughs> as far as Gen Seven, Gen Eight Pokemon designs favorites voted by. The Sorchon community. So it's a good time. Um, anyways, yes. we'll, get back, we'll get back to that, shade. It's going to be fun. A lot of I'm excited, dude. I'm excited, too. I got my team ready to go. And I'm being very humble about it. It's my new tactic this year. I'm going to put my team
1: together like an hour before we start.
0: <laughs> I just got something <laughs> in a wonder trade. Um, Joshua <laughs> Fowler is here from Michigan, patiently waiting over there. Uh, mm. The Jimmy Rustler. Um, Josh, we we I know we're doing a practice for game of the year, but we can't fight today, okay? We gotta hold it together for the kids. They they can't know we're fighting, all right? Okay. Um if we fight in front of them, then they'll just think, you know, the relationship's falling apart and can't do that. Is
3: yeah, it my no, fault? I don't want them to know it's their fault. <laughs> but <laughs> it is. It is. But I don't want them to know that. Exactly. Exactly. I plan on um, using that once they've got a little money. We can yeah, know, that'll, milk. That'll definitely... If we start now, there's, there's no guilt to really take advantage of once they can actually, you know, repay us for all the shit that they put see us All see together, if it was, yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah. All
1: yeah. they see is two Christmases.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, two Christmases. I'm going to tell
4: you what, guys. Coming from a divorced family, when you're a child, you're like, fuck yeah, two Christmases. But <laughs> when you grow up to be an adult, you're like, God, I don't remember a single one of those fucking presents, but I do remember the family dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's that's just sad. Is not <laughs> that like it's that's a again that classic story joke right are, That's 100 percent truth
1: Are we really playing Super Mario World if my parents aren't fighting in the other room? Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying,
4: dude. Yeah. It's like one, you know, one it's day I'm playing Monster Rancher, the next day he <laughs> can't make that joke. That's too real, actually. That's not a joke. <laughs> that's, that's a real story. I can't say that. <laughs> Never mind. Breakdown. <laughs> yes,
0: Rick, you're, right. you're right. Yeah, that's great. Um. <laughs> oh man, that's why I hate Super Mario World so much. It all makes sense now. It's all, it's all coming back to me. Um, I always thought I just liked Donkey Kong Country more, but now now I Did know you say the real reason. hate Super Mario. No, that's a joke. That's a joke. I, I look it's at not very hmm, funny. Hmm. I uh, my hot take on Super Mario World is that I think it's one of the best that's games the best ever game made. Ever made? Yeah. one that's of the are. best games ever made. But I have no passion. A timeless for it. classic. Yeah. But,
3: um,
0: but I'm Did, just a uh, Donkey Kong guy. I guess I
2: no.
3: you weren't, uh, you, you would have missed this because you weren't in our group chat at this point. Uh, did, I, did I tell you about how I, I hacked Super Mario All-Stars earlier last year? No. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I made a copy of uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 off of that cart, and I hacked it to remove Mario from the game. So now I have a version of that game without Mario in it. Um...
0: I'd play that. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's extremely hard to try to tell where you are based off of little <laughs> dust clouds as feet you kick
0: created... up. It's, it's for the sick people that like
3: Mario, mm-hmm. but it's just not This was actually
1: the original build of Mario is missing.
3: Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, I needed it for a background this for is... something, and I figured instead of trying to rotoscope Mario out, it would just be mm-hmm. faster for me to hack the game and then play through the level without Mario. Huh, and, go uh, figure. Yeah, so and, that's what I did. And this,
4: is the, this is the part in... Chompcast History, where Nintendo finally finds our podcast, finds out what you did, and has us canceled. Thanks, Josh. Mm. Yeah. Cancel Culture 2020. We Thanks told
1: you, we don't want Commander Keen. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: totally something Nintendo would do, too.
0: They would just love to erase another tiny, hardworking something from... No, I'm just kidding. Still bitter. Sometimes I've, you know... Remember the, all those ROM those rom stories from back in the day where Nintendo would work to shut those people... I know in principle it's... Yeah, just something about that just feels a little... It's too much we love you Reggie we can't that's not the topic of the show today uh, my name is Morgan uh, General Mountain Time Um, here from Montana and uh, I'm excited we're gonna get right to the topic of the show today we got a lot to talk about and I'm gonna try and lead by example here now this is interesting we can maybe theorize afterwards but um for the last five Game of the Year winners, uh, the Game Awards were third-person action adventure games. The only exception being Overwatch, and we all know that really that year it should have been Uncharted Four. Uh, it was a crying shame. I'm just kidding, Josh. It was a, Josh. Josh didn't even get mad at me, and he's distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing. No, I didn't say anything. Nothing at all. Um, and that's what so, I one of our cool—that's <laughs> what—that's what I thought. It sounded like white <laughs> um, right noise. Mm. that's pretty much that's me right it's just white noise for three hours uh, so i was talking with our patrons and he, he he's in one of our tiers where you can pick a topic of the show um so shout out to danny p and if you want to sign up patreon.com slash swordchomp you can actually pick a topic of the show in one of our higher tiers, uh, among many other incredible tiers like a private Instagram page. So go check it out: Patreon.com/swordchomp. And I, I was just trying to find. Some, he couldn't think of anything to discuss, so I was trying to pull a topic out of him, you know, creatively. And I was like, "What were your, what were your favorite games of the last five years?" And he gave me his list, and it was Bloodborne, Horizon Zero Dawn, Zelda, God of War, and Sunset Overdrive, and he was like, oh, wow, I really like third-person action games. Oh, my God, I only play one style of game. I've lived long enough to see myself become the enemy. Um, and I was like, well, you know what? I saw an article about how the many of the last game award winners were third-person action adventure games. And, and really, that's just the evolution, right, of the transition. If we really go back to the basics uh, as I kind of open forum here, that is the transition just from 2D games to 3D when we first started getting that. That's when it started, right? So it's just the evolution of the games at least a lot of us probably grew up with. Um, at least that's the string I'm pulling on, if you guys see where I'm going here.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Because it would have been like the first ones, like the Tomb Raiders. Uh, okay. I don't want to sound ignorant, so if I'm missing or something big or I'm not a PC gamer, let me know. But the first ones I think of are like the Tomb Raiders, the Marios, even though it's a platformer. Um, those would be the original third-person action adventure games, right? I mean... I don't know if I'd
3: call Mario a third-person action-adventure game. It's, uh, yeah, you're right. It's a platformer. There's a... It's so nebulous that you can... Everything's an action-adventure game. But, uh... I,
1: yeah, at the point that it's, like, on the same terms of... Yeah. It being, like, everything's an RPG at some level. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think... Really, I think most of this is on... As far as the move to 3D being as successful as it was, a lot of that is on Nintendo. Just figuring it out like with Mario like you said just getting the 3D space thing as far as movement goes mm-hmm. and then uh Zelda on 64 is also just up there as far as figuring out how you can do something other than just jump around everywhere i mean you're still doing an awful lot of that but um yeah they 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 figured out that whole action adventure thing
2: yeah. really no, really
3: successfully yeah. based off of you know never having done that before in 3d so
1: which is crazy because like i I fully believe unless like vr feels a lot more incremental as far as what it is because it almost feels like we're never going to have that significant of a jump again in
3: terms of what we're able to do with the tech yeah that that yeah that that move to and 3d it- was really done more successfully than it could have been In in a lot of ways we did get a lot of crap and it's easy to forget it though so
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you guys know how my, my fondness for Tomb Raider in 96 was a big one. If they were, it's at the same time, basically. Um, and I was just, it's kind of going back, and then it gets, I'm just on the wiki, it kind of goes back and gets blurry. But I think mm-hmm. that the reason for the appeal is just because that was the natural evolution of all the games we grew up with in many ways. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that still carries over today. Like, the, those classic 2D action games we grew up with basically just kind of evolved into a different perspective. And but it's the same sort of uh, mechanics and core and, and energy that I think that we loved, at least for me as a kid. That's that's my theory of just putting out there just um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the genre evolved and, and the camera space and all that. So um now here's the tricky part. We're gonna I'm gonna lead by example here. I'm gonna drop my top five. I'm gonna want all you guys to drop your top five and then uh and we'll have a fun conversation about this. Okay. Actually, no, let's go let's go around the room. I'll start with um no, I should start myself because otherwise it's going to get crazy. Okay. Um so f- <laughs> 5 for me would be uncharted 4. Um this is now so I was thinking we go back to the past 4 years of our conception. If you guys really want to fight for 2015, I'm open to that, but I was thinking we'd start when our podcast started. But I'm open to um whatever you guys want to do. So, seems like this
3: information would have been Useful,
4: Useful, you know, a few days
3: ago, before I, I when the podcast it, started.
0: I mentioned it in the voicemail that no one listened to. I guess. Well, it was no, we
4: listened to it, yeah. I listened to it, at least. But I'm, Shame I'm indifferent. Shane to it.
0: But, um, I think just I only because... have one from
3: 2015. I
1: don't think any of mine are, but I'm going to double check while you're while you're rattling off.
0: If you have a passionate argument, I, I'm okay with that. For example, um, in 2015, you had The Witcher and you had Arkham Knight. Those are the two that I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, but okay, so I'll rattle mine off. Five, Uncharted 4. Four, I have Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, oh shit, now I'm just, now you get three. Joe, uh, i make that decision for sure. Um... Three, I have Breath of the Wild. Two, I have Near um, Auto- Automata, Automata, however the fuck you want to say it. Uh, and of course, number one for me would would be uh, Red Dead Two. Um, so that would be my top five of the past four years. Um, what about you, Rich?
1: Okay, so uh, this is gonna sound somewhat insane because we kind of line up uh, for those first two exactly. Uh, my number five was also Uncharted 4, and my Ah. number four was also Horizon Zero Dawn. Ah. And then, here's where, uh, things start to uh, diverge a little bit. Uh, then we're gonna go into number three, and initially, um, I was going to vie for a different game, but I would put, uh, Insomniac Spider-Man there. Um, then at number two, I would put God of War, uh, current new God of War, obviously. And then at number one, Breath of the Wild. You're
0: okay. Right. Okay. It's a good list. Sorry, Rich. I was listening to you and Josh is gonna have to edit all that out because on my end, um, my kids were screaming in my room. I was yelling <laughs> and then my wife slammed the door. That'll make for a good outtake. If you have any. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, I
1: watched. I, it added
0: levity to me for the whole situation. I felt uh, so, less on the spot. <laughs> Five Uncharted Four, four Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh three what? what was three? What was your three? Okay, uh, <laughs> Uncharted Four, uh
1: Horizon Zero Dawn. And then I went now God I don't Spider-Man, know. Spider Man, Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah, I'm sorry. Spider Man Okay God of War God Breath of the War, Wild.
0: Breath of the Wild. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, good job, good job. Okay. I
3: feel that. I feel that. Uh Josh. All right. Um at number five, we have Uncharted Four, because that's just a good number five. You know, being number four, despite it being a number four, wow, yeah. it actually, before... <laughs> it is the fifth game in the series, technically, yes. Yes. if you
1: count Golden Abyss.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> who who doesn't you... count Golden Abyss? Why wouldn't you?
1: Right? Okay, listen, I went into the fucking GameSpot, uh, GameStop. I'm sorry, I bought my Vita, I bought Golden Abyss. Uh, my friend Eric and I sat in a parking lot and I played it while he complained to me about his girlfriend.
2: Hmm, mm. uh,
0: sentimental guy, mm. okay. That's quite a game to remember.
3: Um, it was a weird time. Throw,
0: throw that memory away. Uh,
3: okay, five, Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4. Uh, number four is actually Spider-Man. Uh, this, this list got bumped around a little bit here because of the whole not counting 2015. So uh, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll put that in when it, where it originally would have been once we get there. But uh, um, yeah, four was Spider-Man. Number three was God of War. Um which initially was Bloodborne, but that was twenty fifteen and we cut yeah. it out. Bloodborne so everything else would have slid well. you know, slid down a little bit and Uncharted wouldn't have made it in there. Um okay. but uh I took it out since we'll talk since about you, it. We'll you, talk about yeah, it. anyway. Yeah. Um so it was God of War slash Bloodborne, had I been able to. Number two is Sekiro, and number one is Breath of the Wild. Okay. All right. Good list, good list. Uh, What you got, Shay?
4: I don't have a top five. Like, as in, like, I numbered them, but I do have a top five as in just games that I enjoyed. Um, I didn't want to number them because, I don't know. I just didn't feel like numbering this particular list. Um, Uncharted 4 is definitely up there, for sure. Um, It should be in the top three for each one of you, and I'm ashamed of all of you. Um, there definitely Horizon Zero Dawn is on the list. I'm gonna include Witcher Three and Cheat because it came out on the Switch very recently.
2: Oh
1: damn! Um, you can't. That's no. I can. You didn't
4: say there was no rule against. <laughs> he that. loves that port. So, he, no, he doesn't. You know, prove it. Yeah, yeah. Prove it. Call him a liar. There's no way no, in hell you, you buy own it? that game. <laughs> There's yep. zero chance. <laughs> I, sh- I definitely bought it. Um, Shay, go buy it now. Let me just put I'll in my it credit card you. information really quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just fucking doing right now. No, I See, would I'm
1: re-downloading think- it to play a second time.
4: <laughs> That's right. Actually, I own it on pretty much every system I can own it, except PC. Um, Control is up there in the top five. And... um. You know, and this is why I don't want to number a top five because I was kind of going back and forth between uh Sekido and Days Gone in my top five list. Cool. So I would probably as of right now put Days Gone, but had I finished Sekido, it would probably be up there. So I'll include Days Gone as well. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 um, check out, check out, check out, sorry, sorry, take days gone out of there, God of War, what the fuck am I thinking, God of War, Jesus Christ, sorry, yeah, yeah I, I, I've been smoking copious amounts of reefer, apparently, before this podcast, because I, I don't know what the war. fuck I was thinking there, definitely I normally do war. that after the podcast. Well, it's, well, it's you, also,
0: a, you also forgot Red Dead, your number three game of the year. I, <laughs>
4: you know, I actually didn't, I did not.
2: Hmm.
0: Wait, so you yeah. put Days Gone over Red Dead?
4: No, I like told a you to took it out and put God of War. But if, you know, if God of War wasn't there, then yes, I would.
1: <laughs> Man, you and those two people at my local GameStop really like Days Gone.
0: <laughs> those There's only two people in the whole world. <laughs> but, you know, they got to they gotta claim that. I get it. You know, you're passionate about the stuff you like. No, nah, that's are totally...
1: I-, I was trying to be a dick. There are totally things about that game I really liked, but God, I, I just
4: wanted it to end. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, yeah. I will admit, <laughs> I found myself towards the end being like, "God damn, does this game ever fucking end?" But yeah, and just it like wasn't Red because... Dead. Well, that that was the same thing. But one of the games I finished on one of How the other ones I did. How about we build it. a
2: house, <laughs> cowpoke?
0: I think that's probably just timing, because I remember Shay was pretty high on Red Dead, and it was his number three game of the year, but as it be- once it began no, a it, podcast it was a great joke game. to hate on Red Dead, it sort of kind of fell through the cracks on me, but that's alright, I told myself I wasn't going to get upset about it, I, I know I know the deal. I'm waiting for a PC sale so I could buy Red Dead on PC and
4: mod it into a game I like. That's fair, and then you can play it through part of the way through, and then neglect it for the rest of the game like you did with the other one.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, that's funny because I went before this list and I went to read uh, one of my favorite writers, Rich Meister, uh, top 10 list for Des- Destructoid uh, the year before he left. And he actually <laughs> yeah. had Red Dead Redemption in his uh, top five I, games of the I year. I
1: liked Red Dead Redemption. I just, it's really, it's yeah. kind of fun to shit no. on at this point. I would no, never. No, it's not fun to no.
0: Rich, I had I enough would... shitting on this game before you never, got here. You were supposed to balance never... it out. No, Two? here's the
1: point. And you need to listen Red Dead Redemption 2. I would never play through that game a second time. Like, hell of an experience,
0: but god damn. It, it's like watching The Godfather. It's like, alright, I've seen it. But, but yeah, but I mean, why would you want to pay, play a 200 hour game again? That's like, you know.
1: That's my point.
0: I'm just saying, you know, would you, but you would take Red Dead, you would take Uncharted 4, and uh, what's your number 4 again? I'm so, Oh, Horizon. You'd take both of those before Red Dead. For sure.
4: Fuck yeah. Yeah.
0: Any sane I person think would
1: how much I no, wanna no. re? I think
0: replayability <laughs> is also a big factor
1: yeah, in yep, why these games yep, are important. Any sane person. I would okay. never cool. revisit Red Dead Redemption 2. Great game,
0: but it's a one and done. That's interesting. Well if right. you factor replayability, I I respect that. I mean, that's how you want to make your list. I get that. Um Am I so no, I know they didn't play near uh, automata uh rich like we did but no no it was one either, i considered huh? putting on the list i
1: i do i did like that game quite a bit um and i i you know it's actually i don't know if any of you guys have a, an example of this another platinum game uh that almost made the list for me was uh from this past year astral chain
3: i still never got around to playing that that's one that, that game really wanted to play but
1: really really good and it's when i tell you it is a video game that is 100% a in anime, straight up to, like, having a transformation sequence at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: I wish I hadn't let the... At the time it came out, we were just smashed, and then I... some of the negative press around that game was... Um, it it like... was For... bad timing, but it's is... it's a hell of a game. Well, like, Austin Walker's one person that I really look up to in the industry, and he said it was, like, the opposite of Nier. Like, he just didn't like it at all. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to like
2: it, it's, but, like... It's
1: a... he...
0: It's nothing like Nier. It's
1: a totally different thing, but it's I really like the thing that it is. You dug I, it? Okay. I wouldn't... Liking Nier is not a reason to gravitate to Astral Chain, but I really
0: like Astral Chain. Okay. Okay. Um, fair enough. Okay. Uh, all right. So, let's see here. We have some interesting lists to go down. So, there's some games that made multiple appearances um, on lists, um, and some games that didn't make lists here, but I know they've made other top 10 lists like Red Dead. Um, and then Breath of the Wild made a lot of occurrences. I saw that on three lists. Weirdly enough, Shay just has never played Breath of the Wild. So that's kind of a weird just gap that we have there. Well, but, I mean, um, Shay's still a relatively new Switch owner. Yes, he is a new Switch owner. Um, So one day he'll get around to playing it, hopefully. And, uh, and he's balls I guess deep have- in The Witcher 3 for Switch. So if we were to include 2015... Um I don't know if they would have made my list but Ar- Bloodborne like Josh was saying would have been hard pressed not to make along with Arkham Knight and uh Mm-hmm. The Witcher, see the thing with Witcher for me is just the combat. I, I love that game so much, but the combat with the Witch with anything from 2015 I made you guys' this list. Um I know Shay mentioned Witcher 3, but would did other than Bloodborne for Josh, but anything else? Oh, have I'm sorry. No,
4: you? no, I think you're confused. That's 2019's The Witcher 3 on the Switch, which not 2015. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For I, the I, I Nintendo the, Switch. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. I can Switch. see where the confusion is there. Your favorite version of the game, actually. Yes, clearly.
1: My
0: favorite's actually for the second nomad uh josh's favorite version of the witcher is the one he never has to play so i like (laughs) the Witcher. if i can make a list of all the games let's see that josh does not like uh the witcher red dead all the perennial games i'm trying to think if i just make a list of all the hearts josh is breaking in one breath how many hearts can you break in one breath josh go kingdom hearts
3: ironically he likes kingdom hearts but that's the that's the beautiful irony i still need to go back to that now that it has a difficulty mode don't spend 30 dollars on the boss rush
2: (laughs) don't do
4: it (laughs) gosh how are you gonna talk shit on fucking witcher 3 but you're gonna fucking justify replaying kingdom hearts 3 how are you going to do that? Because they
3: actually built a combat system for Kingdom Hearts 3. They just didn't decide to make any enemies
4: yeah, a challenge. And that's fair, any. but I, I could see where you'd value combat over actual story that's interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. I
3: have considered just, you know, <laughs> turning it all the way down to easy. So I, <clears throat> excuse me, could just brainlessly go through any of the combat sections of that. Yeah, game, that's what I do. Which it, it may be what I end up doing. That's fair. Cause, yeah,
4: just, yeah. If if it's too complex for you, that might be your best option. <laughs> complex, yes. That was that was the <laughs> issue.
3: Holding down the crossbow button. Hey, when just you get to that complex. Where,
1: when you get to that werewolf fight, tonic <laughs> up because it out. is broken and they do not plan on fixing it. Oh, mm.
3: fuck
0: that werewolf! I remember that. You know, document. you know the one I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah. His I health was... regenerates like three oh, times faster
1: fuck. than you can damage it.
0: Yeah, I remember thinking there was something wrong with that shit. I
1: was There like, is something wrong with it. And if you check online, like people are like, "Oh yeah, it's broken as hell. You got to hit him with a silver bomb and just spam him."
0: Yeah, that was upsetting. Anyways, the 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 action part of the action adventure with The Witcher 3 would be the uh killer for me that I w- that's why I wouldn't
3: vote it. Yeah. Yeah, that's ca- they, exactly. But the adventure, the adventure all over is, is uh <laughs>
0: it's it's very adventurous. Mm-hmm. I'm really taking that literally for this. The action like for me like the like the, like I love Horizon because even though I thought the story was premise-wise was interesting but I thought the story was complete garbage. Um I, I love the combat. Well. Um Well, look, the Horizon story, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. The premise was fascinating. It was just very generic and then every time there was a narrative sequence it was just go kill a bunch of human beings and i'm not trying to bag on the game it's my oh, number no, four I, i'm just see
1: saying. i really like the story in horizon i think it's really strong up until it fucking blows its load in the end by being like very atypical when it's ending
3: yeah i i like the story but you're right about it always feeling really shitty that you get a story beat and they're like go do the weakest part of the combat now we've got a bunch of guys yeah. for you to kill
0: yeah, here's a bunch of guys. Yeah, so you get yeah. a story I just mission, wanted to like, fight oh, more big monsters oh, and
3: knock armor plating off.
0: Right. And the villain they try to throw in there. and eh, I mean, anyways, did, did you guys get wrapped up in El, uh, Alloy and... Uh, Aloy. Aloy and her father's story and you. all
1: that stuff? It, to be honest with you, it feels so long ago now, but I remember really liking the story. And uh, like, like Josh, I think was, I think we're kind of mirroring the same sentiment here. I think the combat in that game is at its best when it's kind of emulating Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, when it's yes. about taking down these larger-than-life enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because basically... Yes, I
3: love that. Yeah, basically, anytime you're fighting humans, it's just a...
1: That arena completely sticks with me.
3: rote stealth game. And if you accidentally mm-hmm. break uh, stealth, exa- then it's a crappy shooter. I'm gonna go whistle
4: that's in exactly the grass. That's exactly what yeah. I was gonna say. It's yes. super rudimentary. But it's kind of fun to it's break it suited- like that. It's it's super rudimentary in that, like, it's a typical stealth game of you just going into like some enemy compound and basically wiping them out. It was is the same in Days Gone at times, and it's the same in like Assassin's Creed. It's the same. It's yeah, yeah, in any stealth type of game. Yes, that aspect of the game is incredibly rudimentary, but the other aspects of the game for me completely made up for what Makeup was or, yeah, right, partially rudimentary set of sequences like when you're going into these various areas that you're trying to figure out like what happened with these technological advancements and marvels it just felt to me like you know you're investigating the breakdown of what happened in a mass effect story essentially like Mm -hmm. if the perfect world the semi-utopian semi-dystopian um splendor of mass effect was broken down on a planet and And they went back to the dark ages, right? Exactly. And you're investigating that. And that's such an interesting story beat to me. So
0: I, yeah, but that's not a story beat. That's a premise. The narrative was not told in a really interesting well, way. The premise
4: I, was interesting. It, not even I completely the, and wholeheartedly disagree with
1: that. Uh, yeah. Not, not only do I disagree with that. I mean, I think the narrative for one was interesting. And I think what Shay's driving at, which is, I think another part that made the narrative more interesting. I think that world is just fascinating to poke around in and even yeah. like talking about moving from one end to the other how you're starting in this more sort of tribal existence and then you sort of head west to this almost like roman-esque stone city yes. like it, it there's so many cool different ideas at play there
4: right and that's is kind of why part of the reason why we like control i mean they're similar in that regard if you think about it because like each area is um completely different yet it's still tied together and a lot of Where the narrative comes from is you investing the time and energy into the world when you find those I can't remember it's been a while now but the basically the vaults or those pockets of where the technology is the po- and you're listening to mentions yeah, yeah right and you're listening to the audio messages or you're reading the material it gives you it informs you more of the narrative of what's going on in that world and that was the same thing with control and that's why control was so interesting is when you sit down and you read everything and you listen to all those audio messages you really get invested into the world and that was the same thing for me with Horizon Zero Dawn which is why I like the game so much much. Agreed. Yeah, totally
1: agreed.
0: Well, I mean, I'm on board for the actual a- the combat portion of it at least, which I i did enjoy. I thought they handled loot in a more interesting way than God of War, which I felt like it was kind of a we talked about this before, it was kind of a half half assed attempt at loot, and it wasn't super interesting, but um like I had fun like getting those extra pieces and equipment parts that were right ra- from those rare bots and like it like taking down two giant crocodiles or climbing a tall neck and like um, that game was also a technological achievement. I mean, I just really was, I just really couldn't get into yeah. like the, the characters of the story or anything, but I agree with the guys on the premise and the world. And they like, the, like the feel of the game, how it felt to like roll around and shoot weak. Like one of the cool things they're going to do in the new doom is that, um, you can shoot like a particular part of the enemy's body and it could affect how the combat uh, continues onward and that's kind of what horizon is doing like you know you shoot the undercarriage of the creature and or you could shoot like you'd shoot an entire missile launcher off of its back and it can no longer shoot missiles at you you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and in some cases i think you could pick that thing off the ground and then shoot it back well, if you're talking about those big t-rex enemies yeah, yeah that yeah. you could totally knock those cannons off its back yeah, and then pick it up yeah. and use it as a weapon that was that was good stuff yeah oh yeah but but I mean it was pretty as as far as open world games go. For being honest, it was kind of by the numbers, you know, like a Far Cry game. Sort of here's a, go to a point here. There it wasn't revolutionary like something like a Breath of the Wild per se. Um,
1: no, no, it, it used an existing formula, but it used it. I think it used it very well.
4: Right. It took it mm-hmm. took aspects from different action adventure games, and at that particular point in time, had mastered and made such a v- well done blend of a lot of things. And I think that that's kind of where a lot of things are going right now in various forms of media. You know, I'm not going to get on my soapbox there. I mean, that's a whole other discussion. But I think a lot of what's successful in mainstream media of any kind is taking aspects from different things and blending it so well together and that's what Horizon did and you know you have all the other things like you mentioned more than the technological achievements you have the fact that there's this female protagonist who wasn't driven by like love or heartbreak which you know like I love Hellblade to death um, you know Hell I just realized we didn't put Hellblade on our list you didn't. I didn't think of it as a
3: action, yeah, adventure, action adventure it felt yeah. it
1: felt like a very different thing to me i don't know like
3: it there, were, there were several because yeah, yeah, yeah. like i thought about hellblade i thought about a plague tale but those both felt more horror to me no, they're not horror games yeah. but like curated to
1: narrative yeah. like very yeah, curated like RP, narrative experience yeah, it's a
0: little different
3: yeah i yeah, know
1: yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. you could put but it on there and i would like, like, like one of our listeners there's, there's like an argument to be made for it for sure
4: Sorry, I just want, I, I was almost done. Sorry, we got, that was my fault for getting tangential. I apologize. Uh, the one last thing I wanted to say is like, with someone like, um, or a game like Hellblade and Senua, you know, she is driven by love and heartbreak. And a lot of female characters in media are driven by that. So to see a female character in a, a video game that's not driven by that, that's driven by her own ambition, that's driven by other things than just love or heartbreak um for a significant other was a really cool thing to see in video games and i think that um when we look back at that game specifically i feel like sometimes a lot of times it does get it get the credit it deserves and i feel like sometimes we in general in the gaming community kind of forget a lot of the things that it did right you know you may not necessarily like the story beats or the narrative itself but uh certain aspects of it were definitely pushing gaming in the right direction, whether it's the technological achievements or having the female lead, all those things that I mentioned, you know, just bringing it back full circle. I just think it was, it definitely deserves to be in a top five list um, of game action adventure, third person action adventure games. A lot of those caveats Mm -hmm. that uh, have come out since our inception. I definitely think it, has a place in top five
0: i i told danny i was like look if you go back and give red dead a second chance our patron i will go back and give hellblade a second chance that's a power you have as a patron of our
3: community yeah you only have to screen. invest 100 hours
4: so morgan can get through a five-hour game right that's 100 hours crazy. versus eight hours huh <laughs> that seems like that's a fair the trade. power you have <laughs> spend all of well, your time and money for only a minimal amount of time from morgan that's the sword charm guarantee. If you hit up Twitter,
1: Morgan's DMs are open.
0: Look, I'm not going to say that's not true. That's, uh, um, that's the
4: same <laughs> offer he's
3: ever made to well,
0: anyone. Here's the good news: to sleep with him.
3: Let me
4: let me give you an. <laughs> offer. I'll try. Let me give you an offer I that you, you can ten certainly seconds of refuse. Pleasure.
0: Well, here's here's the good Maybe news: you try ten times, as you hard. can
4: certainly <laughs> refuse.
0: Here's the good news, Danny. Whether it's 100 hours or 200, according to Richmeister, whether it means tracking down a homicidal maniac or getting hit by a train, the world of Red Dead Two never fails to keep things interesting. That must be over 200 hours. They never failed to keep things interesting. So, yeah. uh, that's my favorite writer. Rich 200 Meister. hours. To work a high point of
3: which is being run over
0: by a I heard, train. <laughs> I, heard he, I heard he doesn't work there anymore. I, I can't imagine not, never failing to keep things interesting. That's that's incredible. That might be some of the highest praise I've ever heard. Um, I wonder why they let him Rich, go. You <laughs> well because sounds like he goes back on his opinion. So that's why. Um, Rich, you're the only one who had Spider Man here. That's uh, not true. Do you Josh have any, did.
3: Uh, Oh no, Josh. It uh, yeah, it ended up Wait on the list sort of. As the Bloodborne replacement, yeah. replacement-ish oh. sort of a... Okay, but, uh, so there was some Spidey love. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Spidey is... Okay, I'll start by saying Spider-Man games, I've sort of always loved them. Um, even way, way back in the Neversoft Spider-Man days on PS1. Uh, but, I mean, really, I think Spider-Man 2, the movie, the game, is the one that put those sorts of games on the map for people. And this feels like the sort of perfect uh, expression of that. And, like... Uh, taking things we had learned since from like the Batman Arkham series, uh, that world just feels goddamn perfect. It was the only game I bothered to platinum on PS4 this past year,
2: uh, mm-hmm.
1: or the year before, whatever the fuck it is it came out. I can't. That yeah, was easy
0: platinum though too. Come on, let's be. <laughs>
1: um, it it, it it wasn't a hard one, but it. My point being, like when we talked about two weeks ago, we talked about why you stick around to platinum a game. Uh, I stuck around to platinum Spider Man because I was looking for any excuse to keep playing that game. Yeah, uh, into it. Moving yeah. around that world, yeah. I think the combat feels great for what it is, um, and I think it tells a really good, a, a strong Spider-Man story. Even if that last yeah. act is a little, a little bit wacky when you know the the criminals are have straight up just taken over Manhattan. Yeah. But but uh, it, it tells uh, a pretty yeah. strong Spider-Man story through most of it. Like that last act's a little weird, but it, it leads to a good uh, sort of finale and. Also, sort of having the courage, this is more like a comic book nerd, me appreciating to not really stick to any particular Spider-Man mythos. Uh, also, at a time when comic movies are like one of the biggest industries in the world, they're like, nah, this is its own little pocket universe where you have our own established Peter Parker with his own, you know, yeah. lore, his own Spider-Man realm. And it, it it worked great. It all worked fantastically
3: for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I mm. My biggest thing there is that is the best iteration of that whole super snappy lock-on sty- type combat, like just absolutely the best by miles that anything like Batman or Uncharted has done. That whole yeah, like,
1: even the the stealthier, like I need to go yank some yeah, dude up and attach to a building.
3: It's so satisfying. It's so good. It is so good. The the timing on everything is really tight. Like it's um parrying in that game is demanding like just basically everything about the game like it's it's um i I think i said this when we were first talking about it but a lot of the batman games make you feel like batman like you're this unstoppable killing machine and spider-man lets you feel like spider-man um Mm -hmm. the swinging around and whatnot they give to you that's that's pretty much there's not a lot of challenge there a few of the speed runs get you know a little challenging but it's It basically just kind of lets you swing around and whatnot. But if you want to fight like Spider-Man, it is tough. Like it is, it is really tough to to master the combat. Yeah, you do
1: need to be on your toes.
3: Yeah, but it's so rewarding whenever you do.
1: You get out of the combat what you put into it. Like you said, Mm -hmm. it it requires your full attention, and you can kind of slog by, but it won't be that fun. But if you are Fully focused and, like, watching those parries, like you said, every hit counts and feels impactful, and it it ends up—the entire experience feels amazing. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree—I kind of agree with that at first, like, it was satisfying to, like, grab a rocket and throw it back at an enemy or— Uh, Which you can kind of do in control as well, or like you know, grab like a manhole, sling it around and stuff. By the end, I felt like they were just dumping so many enemies at me that I was just like, okay, I've done this 10,000 times, I'm just kind of burnt out on it. Um, but I, I did think the combat was good. Um, I see the way I feel about Spider Man, and this is no disrespect to people like you, Rich, is that it's much like uh, fallen, um, Jedi Fallen Order, in that it's an excellent game. Just, I feel like it's inflated by the fandom that surrounds it because people love Spider-Man. And just like people love Star Wars. Um, I do think the web-slinging, get the traversal though, was was definitely excellent. I mean, you sure.
1: know, I mean, I'm from New York. Did you know that Spider-Man is our state bird?
0: Exactly. And if you can make a great a great game around your state bird, then that has to mean a lot. Um, again, that's just a theory that I have, and I don't dislike the game. I think it was my number ten. Oh, also. Game
1: this might be a note more specific to me or anyone who could appreciate it. Someone from New York, that is the most faithful to digitally recreating New York I have seen in my entire fucking life. Really? Okay. Mm, like, there are still stretches of stuff missing to compact it and make it feel right, but it's it's so close. Like, I could find my old office on there.
0: Yeah. Well, and all the story stuff with Dr. Octavius was great, and, and some of your friends. I wasn't really into any of the other villains or storylines they had going on personally and when they dumped all the villains in after the prison breakout i'm like this game might not be good and then they got back on track and that act is a little slower for what it is i think the actual experience when you're going through the raft
1: is awesome but uh they were looking for a reason to bring the sinister six into it and i do agree it felt a little forced yeah at a point you saying sinister six actually makes me
3: flaccid so why because Uh, you'd hate (laughs) fun (laughs) just the thought of what would he even do with six (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so it's just too much room to handle <laughs> yeah i can't even imagine what a six. Oh my god this is too much no but i do like that game a lot i mean i don't really put it up in that echelon but i i feel like if i love spider-man i probably I, the nicest thing i'll say about that game is it actually got me interested in spider-man did you just more, say echelon spider-man i'm going to i was gonna uh, let it
1: slide Ech- just let him is it is echelon what is it no
4: <laughs> i'm not letting that slide it's I'm enchilada Oh, the upper enchilada.
0: enchilada. <laughs> actually, I do like that better. Yeah, I can't put it in the upper enchilada. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a three. It's a three-tiered enchilada. shit. Um, Morgan, I'm three, going three to. Tiers. I'm going to mail you a
1: copy of Spider-Man: Craven's Last Hunt, and I'm going to convert you into liking Spider-Man. Mm.
0: No, I went. I would, dude. I was in a weird phase when I played that game. I went and watched all the movies. I actually got on. But like, I'll with send fall- you some good Spider-Man. John, yeah,
3: that was about to say like. Mm. Okay, like I, was, movies, I was really the... feeling a hankering for some coke, so I went and snorted a lot of baby powder. You don't like
0: Spider-Man: Far From Home? You
3: don't like no, no, that, oh, no, no, the, then, no, no. That one's good. But... I
1: really, I really like the the current Spider-Man movies. Uh, the amazing ones were never great, and I don't think the Sam Raimi stuff has aged particularly well.
0: Not well. Yeah. Me and Josh like Spider-Man Two a lot, but I agree the aging on those is difficult. Oh, at the time, at the time, I fucking loved those movies.
1: They have not aged particularly well. I think yeah. yeah, two is the only one that really still
3: holds up very well. But...
1: That's definitely the strongest one. Yeah. Three yeah. wasn't even good at the time. Oh, yeah, three was
3: oh, uh, three yeah, was three was terrible. Yeah,
4: um, I'm sorry, three was the best one. I'm just kidding. I mean, Tolkien Grace as Eddie Brock? What a... got our Spider-Man...
0: Somebody will give that casting director an award. (laughs) I will... I'm going to have to let Nier go just because there's not passion for it, but I will say that just everything to do with the narrative in that game and... uh, It's my favorite soundtrack of the past ten years, and I just Very think that soundtrack. game is so innovative and interesting. I technically not super impressive. It's so, like the actual the technical aspects of the game are one of the things that made me drop it at first because I was like, "Man, this looks like a PS2 game or something." But um I heard enough people just being like, "Man, this game is you got to give this." There's a second and third playthrough, and I'm like, "What
1: second, you know, third playthrough?" As an anime expert, I knew we had something there the whole time.
0: Mm. Oh, did you? Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I okay. saw I saw all those anime kids, and I was like, "This." This is hey, the one I'm all for the animated kids, you know, the hot, the hot uh, androids and everything. But yeah. um,
3: and you yeah. knew with that blindfold, you now, had a chance. I'm sorry. Now, did you say hot? Did you say hot androids? That's pretty good. It's
1: true. You, if not, the not an he's been
4: watching the next generation. He's been watching data this whole mm-hmm. time. He just wants to fuck data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, if hot
1: androids do it for you, then do I have a game for you? This is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, I, oh, yeah,
4: androids Is it, yeah. Android, me, is it I, 18? It's 18, right? Yeah. Dragon yeah, Ball Z got me also
0: of horny as a kid, trust me. Um,
4: hmm. 16, oh, the big burly one, because he wanted someone to just hold him in his arms. Android and 16. Right. Yeah, no discrimination here. Hold me
0: yours, baby um so okay so we had our minute so yeah so but i obviously there's not enough i know josh never didn't stick with yeah, it She never made played good. it so they've uh, it they've been is.
3: begging me to play that on stream for the last few months so i may have to eventually start streaming that game it'll it'll only take me 8 years to get through all the playthroughs on stream totally
0: uh, don't worry josh i'll play all of shenmu and that should subside mm. them <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's honestly,
0: Josh. The playthroughs go quicker. They're they're not all like long. Like I go, yeah. I can go through a playthrough in that game now in just a couple hours because I know that game so well. Like the second time you go through the game, you know the flow of the game. You know where everything is. Yeah. Um. It's just weird. It's just cool to see some
3: of the things that they they're, that um guitar goes for. They're new game pluses as well, aren't they? So it's you're not like leveling up. as that recall? Also, that yeah. I don't remember. And also I'm the third sure one isn't even
0: really a, a
3: proper yeah. playthrough. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: without giving too much away, it's like more of a sequel. Yeah. It's like a real anime. It's like getting another episode. There's mm-hmm. even like an anime introduction before it starts where it's like, last mm-hmm. time on Nier. Well, it's yeah. like it's like, like, it's think like this way. Steins
3: Gate.
1: Yeah, it, well, think, think of it this way. Basically, you're playing the game again, but from a different perspective.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that game dearly, honestly. And the music just really grew on me to the point where I, it's my, uh, my favorite soundtrack. My
1: proudest moment uh, for that game was I made a... Uh, I edited an image and sent to my friends who were playing it that I was really proud of because I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Um, I took the Yorha agents when they're saluting the screen and it says Glory to Mankind and I edited the wrestler Mankind onto the screen. Oh. oh okay, I, I, was, I was
0: really proud of it. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, I will say weirdest fishing uh, in any game not that that really is that important for the action adventure but a little bit for the adventure for me fishing adventure which brings us to the number the three fish game with your sword
1: Sega Bass Fishing for the Dream <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh I dude I that game was awesome stupid... <laughs> you got the controller that game was fucking awesome
0: you had that fucking yeah. sweet controller had that Dude, I had Fishing Resort for the Wii, and it came with a controller, too. That Mm -hmm. game was fucking weird as hell. It was a hotel you stayed at, and it was just like a fishing tournament every day. It was fucking wild.
3: So it's crazy, man. (laughs) Shit's crazy. Fishing tournament every day. Hey,
1: guys, I'm going to take off.
3: (laughs) Fucking crazy.
0: Look, I'm starting my fishing game podcast one of these days. That's my true passion. Just use this as a platform to get me to where I need to go. And
1: be sure to check out my new podcast, Oops All Anime. Mm -hmm. Um... A, oh, no. a video game podcast where I accidentally talk about anime for three hours.
2: Okay, So today That's I part was the a, walking, Network,
4: so. walking to the store, and uh, some guy was like, Hey, I'm walking here. And suddenly I was reminded of that time in One Piece, where, <laughs> where Luffy was walking, and he had to fight some bad guys. He fought Crocodile, and Crocodile tried yeah, to suck fought, all the moisture out of his, his body. fucking ass. He just beat the toy out of him. I can't do the accent obviously, but I'm trying mm. I'm fucking trying I'm trying Jennifer James McAvoy does
0: one piece um all right, so we uh what haven't we discussed that was brought up uh Uncharted four this is what we're talking about um he looks like James McAvoy sometimes and what? um he talks like the James McAvoy character from split anyways, back to topic uh. Uncharted 4 it made all of our lists. Now, I gotta be honest with you, I had trepidation about putting this on my list, even though I love this game dearly, just because the combat is so mediocre. Um and Shay, you agreed with this, so don't give me that face. You, I know you agree with this. Um, I don't think the, the combat, combat is mediocre. Okay, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. the combat yeah, is the, like that's the draw.
4: The, I will agree with you on that. Yeah.
0: I think moving moving
3: around those set pieces, like the puzzle platforming is the draw. Yeah. I remember yes, talking yeah, about this at the know. time, but I love how no matter how far away you are from the enemy they can they can put a grenade within 6 inches of you <laughs> like all these guys <laughs> like should surgical. be you know playing major league ball somewhere <laughs> yeah. but
4: you know they just they, putting 6 inches in someone something that morgan doesn't know about mhm <laughs> and how <laughs> 6
0: yeah. inches um, yeah and the the actually one fun way to play that game if you want to break the system is to, you can actually unlock this golden gun when you beat the game. Uh, It's like one of the special options, and it basically allows you to kill everything in one hit. Um, So, so... (sighs) And what's really fun about that is, do you remember when the the developers came out and said that um, whenever you saw that red stuff on the screen, it wasn't actually blood? And they were saying that it was Nathan Drake's, so like It was like his luck was running out or something weird like that um, because he was just very lucky. So that's the thing. He didn't get hit 100 times. You just never got hit by a bullet, you know. Um, and if you play the game with the golden gun, it kind of matches the tone of like a silly over-the-top action movie where he just kills everyone in one shot, you know. Um, and you can get to those combat sections much quicker and... You know that's the best part of it, really, but uh that game is amazing, like the voice acting, the story, the set pieces, the scale, everything else about it, hmm through the roof excellent
4: at the time, graphically, and this is, i it pains me to admit this it is a little bit dated now, graphically um, it's still a gorgeous fucking game don't don't get me wrong, and if you have the right equipment, it can still be a phenomenally gorgeous game, <laughs> but uh no, like there are so many things that that game does right, and like it should be a testament to the fact that this game should definitely be in our top five due to the simple fact that every one of us who played that game, except Rich, because I don't know, maybe he did, that when we played, he put it, it on his
2: list. He put well, it on
4: his list. Just listen to what I'm gonna say, fuckface. God damn, <laughs> uh, Jesus, that give him basically. An inch give him so an, inch, an inch more and he, he takes it because he needs it please give me all the inches you have um, <laughs> no what i was gonna say is like when we all started that game we all fucking marathoned it in a day or two even fish the, the guy notorious for mm-hmm. never finishing a game fucking marathoned it in a day or two rich i now did you do that when you played the game yeah no
1: it, it was 100 percent like oh two or like whatever it came out when i finally had time to sit down be it like that friday or whatever i was done by like saturday afternoon mm-hmm. that's what
4: i'm saying man that game was fucking granted it's short it's short and it's and it's hard to make that argument when you compare it to some of the others on this list like horizon zero dawn or red dead 2 that seem, but to the go thing on is for even long, length out, out of the, the but, agenda it's hard to put down right
0: Right, exactly. I agree with that. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, same thing happened to me. I didn't want to put it down. And it's a lengthy game. Like, there's some longer sections, and they were like, okay, I've climbed enough of these goddamn mountains, but um, I love I, a good I, I don't mind a little repetition. I'm not going to be, you know, it doesn't bother me. Plus, because they I were mean, having these re- really interesting conversations okay. with each other, like, in that game, like, uh, like if you're with uh, Elena and you're, like, doing all this stuff, like, talking about their marriage and things they've been through while you're climbing and scaling and stuff, so there was, like, that natural conversation between the characters that I think helped those sections when they would drag a little.
1: I would like to record my own conversations and slip them into the, into the game just to fill some of the, the blanker spots. Just really? be like you know, like hey Sully, remember that time uh, where you, you 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 pegged me, and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't... tell me more. Rich, is
0: that where you right where you went to, huh? <laughs> the pegging. I didn't think this bit out. <laughs> no, no,
4: you didn't. That's okay. We um, but never do. Josh can put that in the timestamps. Oh. The pegging. Um, <laughs> one the pe- one thing I will say about action adventure games because you just mentioned it like a minute or two ago, Morgan, is all these games have some level of repetition within them. Um, you know, like we're talking about Horizon Zero Dawn and going to kill uh human enemies repeatedly is uninteresting or uh God of War having moments of repetitiveness or Red Dead 2. And any one of these games has a level of repetition. And at times it becomes a little bit arduous and excessive at times. And I think that's just kind of the nature of this genre at the end of the day is there some level of repetition and it's not always interesting at face value so I think like whenever we evaluate these things and we say well this game is a little bit repetitive well I think that goes without saying with this particular genre or in video gaming in general because that's part of what video gaming is about is doing things repetitively to get better at it so I don't think that should ever yeah, be enough mm-hmm. on any game unless you were saying though what you are doing and the repetitive loop of it is was worse not than the repetitive loop of another game i think to just simply say this game is repetitive therefore it's not as good is unfair to evaluate when we're evaluating this list in my opinion repetitive just means it's
3: easier to tell your board because you know nothing's that's, gonna come that's and that's switch the... it up and so like <laughs> There are plenty of games that are still boring, but you don't realize they're boring until you get to the end of it, and and nothing new that they showed you through the whole thing actually changed the fact that you were bored.
0: Yeah, then that's none of right. these games, to,
3: yeah. to be honest with you guys, if
0: none of these games to me, I might not like some of these games as much as you guys do, but I don't dislike. I mm-hmm. like all of these games. Yeah,
4: um, yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm pretty much largely the same with the ones I've played. I mean, the whole repetitive argument. That's why you know. I stop swiping after ten people because I get bored and I realize how truly boring it is to swipe and swipe and swipe. But you don't want to wear your not-
1: wear your wrist out. Just right. go for a walk. Right. You take two fingers and you put the screen down
4: and you just. That's true. And you know, like, or you know, better yet, I just masturbate, build up those tech
0: deck walk. muscles. <laughs> That's the first time Shane's <laughs> ever been um, uh, instructed in the Tinder. He's, he's he's upping your game. He's helping you here. I like to help people out, you know? Out,
4: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's been a joke <laughs> on this podcast for years that I am the Tinder guy. I'm just going to swerve into it at this point. I'm just going to fucking swerve into yeah, steer it. Steer into the skid, man. Mm. Go for it. Do it. You have to. That's the best way to go. Just embrace the joke. That's what I do. I've, I've realized it. Like, I've, I've ignored it, and here's the thing. He embraces both, both inches of that joke. That's right. All two of them. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> It's also true and that's more <laughs> um, than I give any willing partner.
0: His words, not mine. Alright, so i want to slip some of these comments in here. Uh, Core in Space, by the way, you can leave these comments every Thursday at Sword Chomp on Instagram. Corin Space's top five were Detroit Become Human, Red Dead 2, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider Man Uncharted 4. I actually had a very deep conversation with him about Detroit become human, and he convinced me of his passion mm. because I did I was like, Is does that really count? But um he convinced me. Look, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm probably just, the only I'm one here who likes David met Cage a fan. Um, I <laughs> they're out there. Like is very imaginable.
1: Likes David Cage. Hilarious. What were you really gonna say?
0: I no, I do really like David Cage. I look, he swings and misses sometimes for me, but I like creators that, he's that not go even, for the fence. He's not even
1: at the plate for me; like he's out in fucking left field swinging at nothing. <laughs>
0: I got your back, cord space. I got no, your back. He's, Plus, I love he's in, he's heavy in the rain. stands selling love hot
3: heavy. dogs. It's just every time someone <laughs> throws a ball, he swings anyway. It's like, what's he doing? I don't. Who you know? It's hard to tell.
0: And, I like.
1: And at this point, liked, we're all like, just let him finish. Like, it's no, fine. No, 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 no.
3: Just, just let it go. Try to move out of his way so he doesn't accidentally hit you while he's swinging.
0: I liked Detroit two Human, uh, Become Human all the way up until like, the last three hours, and then it lost me. But I liked most of it. Tr-
4: Detroit Too no, that, Human. That's, that's like yeah. a com- combination <laughs> of two games that
0: two
1: nobody human.
4: wanted.
0: I know. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I couldn't even like, make the joke of, like, I like Too Human because I didn't like that either. Yeah.
4: No. no. Like,
3: th- this is something I will say. I'm, I, Detroit, I'm, I'm sure I mentioned worlds. this when we first talked about it, but uh, the beginning of Detroit was really strong. Um, the premise for that game is really neat. Um, I, I think some of the I don't think ways is done the with first it. mission could have played out probably sucked as well, but for most people, I think it set up the world really well. Uh, just gave you a lot of context, a lot of, you know, uh, a lot more connection with this, this character you're going to be spending time with. Um, but then as it went, it's just like <sighs> the logic of the world just seemed to fall apart yeah, as you went slowly the, yeah. so like a lot of the threads yeah. you hoped would come together didn't like you're saying and that's what made the the yeah. end of the game just not feel as strong but I do agree I, the beginning of that game was was good
1: that initial character, Connor, was that? Yeah, exactly?
3: Connor. Connor
0: was great. Yeah, yeah. Connor
2: was
1: the great, only yeah. character in that game that I really, like, genuinely kind of liked what they were doing, yeah. but then it didn't really work in the end.
0: You didn't like the girl character? I don't remember her name. I, I she was a good character.
1: I, I thought it, again, another one that's a good start, but I thought even more so quickly than Connor's story,
3: uh, it lost me pretty it's, fast. It starts making. it it starts giving you way too many questions that it it doesn't end up having answers for with that character. Well, well,
1: um, it's almost like it's trying to give you give you the illusion that you have more agency than you do in this world and just like by that nature like Josh was saying it's probing you with all these questions that kind of don't fucking
3: matter in the end. But look, yeah,
0: I'm not no, trying to no, bang his her list
2: here her her guys, arc come in on. General,
3: <laughs> Like you've got a couple of areas where you could screw it up really early. But in the end, whether you escape or not has fuck all to do with that character. It's whether or not you've, as someone else, moved public support enough in her favor, completely Mm -hmm. unrelated, like, she's got zero agency in the story because of that. Like, whatever happens to her at the end is completely based off of another character that doesn't know her. It's like, just, yeah, it's like. And then at
1: one point, she just spends an hour at the, the house of what I have to assume is the adult version of the kid from Toy Story.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Corn Space, uh, and mm-hmm. you have Red Dead 2 on your list, so, you know. I'm looking out for you, man. Hipster Staffen said Horizon, God of War, Breath of the Wild, Uncharted 4, and Bloodborne. Now, we didn't even talk about... I want to sneak a couple of these in. Um, Reverend Rock and Roll said Nier Automata. That's my man. God of War, Witcher 3, Dark Souls, and Red Dead 2. Wow. Full reversal there. Another one. Um, We didn't talk about uh, God of War, really, at all. No, we Um, didn't. Just a shame. Very popular game. Mm -hmm. Uh... People think that I don't like that game, and that's not true, okay? That is not at all the case. Um, but I'll let you guys plead your, what's your case for God of War? I'm, I'm not going to make your case for you here. Go ahead.
3: Um, I still, I, I put it on my list, but I still really wish the game wasn't just the first act of something. I mean, I'm sure they did that so they could make it into a trilogy of games, but That's going to m- for sure happen. More so, so than the original trilogy. This isn't a trilogy. It's the first part of, it's the first act of a story is essentially what it is, um, which is a little frustrating, but it does uh, in the same way, though, it keeps you thinking about the world because you want to know how the story ends. Whereas if it were a complete story and then just more happens, it wouldn't do that. Uh, so I think that's a fine decision if that's what they wanted to do. Um, the combat in that game is so just exacting it's it's really tight combat uh it's it's in it's something that the original games really did was just having combat filed down so smooth that it's going to do exactly what you tell it to and any mistake that happens any death is your fault um and it just—it feels so good. It feels so good I think, with, that, uh, with the new the the axe, the over-the-shoulder combat, sort of a, a cross between, you know, a ranged and melee combat system. Right off the bat, it just—it—it's it, it, absolutely great because in any situation, you have a ton of options about how you want to approach something, and it's not like. Oh, here are a bunch of wrong answers, and then the one right answer that you can choose. like it there's an awful lot of room for uh, expressing yourself through the combat in that game that is just a ton of fun. it It feels amazing. I think the combat is probably the strongest thing in that game, and there's a ton of strong stuff in the game, but that I, I still think about that combat to this day. It's just you know, something yeah. something I need a lot of other games need to nail their combat down to that extent
1: i'd have to agree with josh on that the combat feels like insanely strong but then also like that narrative still sticks with me in a big way um because i think most of like the character performances are just so strong and then even more so coming off the original god of war trilogy like i was hesitant about what you could do with another story with kratos but they do such a good job of sort of like this reflection of the character of kratos and like making this character who was boiled down to just an angry, hateful person who just wanted to fucking kill Mm -hmm. into, like, this nuanced character who's trying to be better, and at the same time, it doesn't ignore his past. Like, there are some great moments later on about him acknowledging Mm -hmm. the things he has done and, like, the events of the original trilogy and how he is trying to, like, move past that point in his life without really
3: forgetting it. Yeah. Like, really great storytelling. Yeah, like, this is... No joke, the only time I have given a fuck about Kratos, the original trilogy the original trilogy did give you really a reason to. and did not succeed in making you give a crap about Kratos and yeah they 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 really nailed it with this one um, I think um the and I, I like this game's still not that
1: old, so I don't want to get crazy spoilery with it or anything. But there's that section in the boat when you return to your house at one point where he has that exchange with Athena, and I think that's some of the strongest writing in the game, where it's really him like reflecting on you know where he is at this point in his life
2: and the things he's done. Hmm.
3: Yeah. And, and and as much as I wasn't a big fan of the of the boy. Um, he's way better than uh,
2: kids
1: in games typically are I'll say that much he does this
3: uh... even
1: in that, that act where he's kind of being like a snotty little dipshit but like yeah. by design like I think it was done well for what it's supposed to be and even Kratos having like that exasperated sigh of a father who's being like N- no you're fucking you don't get it mm-hmm.
0: yeah maybe that's it maybe I get that too much in my daily life and I didn't want that in a video game mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah cause that, that yeah, whole maybe. section was just
3: like and you're like can somebody kill this little shit somebody smack this little fucker like i can't (laughs) do it but maybe if maybe if one of these enemies around here does it he'll he'll finally straighten up
0: (laughs) yeah god of war doesn't really have i think the loot is pretty weak but other than that i don't really think there's a major issue with the game for me like i just don't feel that the passion for it that some people do and i think it's just because yeah i think they one uh, thing
3: i've i think they could have scrapped the loot honestly i don't think it did anything it they they do give you the option of whether or not you want to like Spec into different aspects of your kit a little more strongly, but they don't do much. Well, um, but that's I think what I'm saying. Even at the end, I didn't feel like my Kratos
0: looked cool. Like, Using a loot game, I'm like, look at my badass character. I didn't feel like my Kratos looked cool. I thought he looked. Oh no, goofy. I totally
1: thought he did. I had some great armor sets in that game. Yeah, you
3: just you have to.
0: Yeah, maybe that was on me. Maybe
3: I. just Well, I mean, if you just put cool. on anything that has a minor stat increase, you can make them look goofy, just like any game. But again their minor stat increases. So I, it really doesn't matter all that much. At the end of the I day, hope, go with the kit that
0: you think it, looks coolest. Mm-hmm. I hope that one day I can go back to that game and I am able to connect with it more than than the first time because I feel like there's something there. Just one thing I've learned about myself playing like games like The Last of Us and stuff is like I'm not a big fan of the... This has nothing to do with the game itself. I'm not a big fan of the Escort Mission-style Sony game, which is like you have one character following you around and you do a lot of like slowly trudging through an area then i don't think god of kid war cl- ever feels like that though i never felt like i was
1: escorting atreus he was never something i felt like i needed to protect yeah well that, but that's you asc-
0: well that's a, well I'm just finished. all just right finish. good oh, yeah, no, what, no, what i'm getting at is like a lot of the sequences where you know i felt my mind wandering was like they're cleverly done, but you'll walk through an area and it's like, okay, I'm going to grab this box and push it. You climb up and pull this chain. Then we get over here and you climb up on this box. Oh, yeah. we can't go through this path. And then every time you do one small little thing, like he lifts up a ladder, then three enemies walk out, you kill them. Like, I feel like there's this very... That was like, just to hide loading
2: screens.
0: <laughs> yeah. 90% of the game is these sort of... And The Last of Us is actually something we'll talk about later. They do a similar thing where you'll just trudge along with... Um, what's your name? Ellie? And... You'll be like, okay, here's a board. I'm going to pick it up and slowly walk over to this roof, lay the board down, wait for her to walk across the board. Then I'll walk across the board and we're, it's like, I'm, I just don't, it's well done, but I don't find that sort of progression engaging. And I'm sure it was heavily in God of War is heavily inspired by elements of the last of us. I love the combat in God of War. I love the, the story. I wish there was more of it. I love the giant turtle. I just didn't like the general getting from place to place just being gonna, like, bring my son yeah, out over here. The escort. Yeah. I, I do not think I it found that stuff a little.
3: Escort. This is something that they tried to make it like a Metroidvania, but enemies don't respawn. So if you miss something and then see, oh, here's a little spot on the map, I think there's something there, I should go back. There won't be anything to do along the way. Because like the enemies won't have respawned. You just yeah. you walk there. Um, and that was canoe and atreus tells you about his day at school yeah Yeah. and like and like they didn't want you to grind and over level areas but that's a stupid reason to have nothing to do along the way to get somewhere which i think is why they should just scrap the loot scrap the leveling system on there and just you know
1: and i think you might
0: see that in a sequel or,
3: or you're gonna see it be really streamlined yeah
0: I just wanted a little more spectacle. Like, I love the the dragon fight. I Like, the first two hours of that game, I got on this podcast and I was like, oh my fucking God, this game is amazing. And then I realized that there was going to be a lot less of the spectacle and more of the sort of traversal puzzle stuff. Um, and that's okay. You know, it is what it is. It's more of a classy take on God of War. But, like, I, I kind of miss some of the... You know, immature stuff like slamming a guy's head in a door seven times. Like I, I know that sounds stupid, but I, I miss some of the spectacle of like the beginning of God of War three. you fight Poseidon. Still to this day, I remember that fight. You know, like that game. Those games were so crazy in the spectacle. You know, what's I don't crazy? really remember anything about. I, I, I think I think
1: about the opening to God of War three a lot actually. that you mentioned that. But I know the Poseidon fight you're talking about, but the part of that fight that always stands out to me at this point, because, again, it shows you how different takes on Kratos' character there were, it's when you and Gaia are climbing up and Gaia is basically fucked, so you just cut her hand off. Yeah,
0: yeah he's like the doom guy he's like doom guy who just whatever the fuck i need to do
3: that's basically mm-hmm. but kratos was never cool it was just doom guys cool but they're yeah, the same but character they try to tell you a story about kratos and doom guy doom guy has nothing to do with the story Doom no, guy doesn't want to hear your fucking story yeah
0: well that's fair but did anybody actually like kratos did anybody actually care about his plight not before current god of war no but is the new God of War actually a good character or just good in I think relation so. to I think he's a, it
1: was. I think he's a better character Both. because of that. Both. Yeah. I think a lot
0: of the baggage You need the prior knowledge of Kratos to enjoy this Kratos. No, more. no, I don't think
1: so. I think it no, I think you don't need it to enjoy it. I think me personally,
3: I enjoy it more because I do have that. I think because of the intro being what it is, of the whole going and you know, burying Atreus's mother, and I think your wife. I don't know if they ever said you were married or not. But anyway, like his mom. It's implied. Um, yeah. But anyway, like that being the start of the game, and it just starting the way it is. It it gets across. It sets per- a somber tone. The personal relationships going on in there, uh, and also it gets it whether or not you knew who Kratos was beforehand. It like instantly gets across okay, this guy was, you know, he's obviously going through some stuff, so he's being really somber right now, but he he's not someone you mess around with. Um, yeah. And they, they get that across really well, I think, regardless of whether or not you have the prior knowledge from playing the original God of War games.
1: Also, I, I think, and this is another thing that I think is difficult to get across without straight out saying it, that they do a good job of. I think it's within the first hour or so, it's very clear that, At the outset of this adventure, Atreus doesn't feel totally comfortable around his father, nor does he feel that he knows his father very well, Mm -hmm. which is important for that story.
0: Yeah, I guess, I mean, I respect you guys' opinion. I don't think they did a bad job. I just never, I just didn't feel much for his character. I just felt like he was kind of a grumpy dad, but I, I know what they were going for. I just felt like maybe a lot of the goodwill toward Kratos was based off of, the fact that they turned a joke character into a real character. I don't but even know that he was a, lot a of joke the... character. He was just almost a original. Not... I'm talking about original Kratos.
1: Yeah, No, no, I'm saying I don't even know to say that he was a joke character. He was more of a non-character. He was a one-note character. Well, and, he and was a metaphor was for rage. video
0: game violence basically is what he was. <laughs> I think you're
1: giving them too much credit in Kratos' design process.
0: Well, David Jitten that was the good era of David Jaffe. Come on now. Those are the good days. you talking about Drawn to Death? That was, that was Santa Monica. i mean <laughs> you draw- <laughs> that game Anyways, fucking sucks. I, That's the joke. shay has been really quiet. I know this was his game of the year. I was just wanted to see if he had anything he wanted to add to the Fruckus. Uh
4: not really. I mean, pretty much what Josh and Rich have said, I completely agree with. I think that, um I guess the only thing I'd <clears throat> excuse me, particularly add is I definitely think the relationship uh between Atreus and Kratos and how it develops is very, very organic feeling. I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to because, um, again, not to get too much on my soapbox, but I think that with the expectations um, of prior generations of men to kind of conceal their emotions and their feelings and their thoughts towards the people they love, um, I think that's completely relatable. And I think that's part of what made that story so compelling is to see that kind of play out as you're playing this character that maybe, maybe you're not necessarily that way, but it gives you further insight and perspective into someone who is that way. And I think that the way they conveyed that in the story was well done. Is it perfect? No. Is it masterful? No. But is it awesome? and did it help me try to understand what it would be like to live that kind of life? Yeah, for sure, cuz I'm definitely not that type of person. Yeah. I Yeah. I'm the type of person who wears my emotions on my sleeve, so it definitely helped me with a different perspective. Yeah,
3: and I I do think that that's like you said, this is something that they kind of we hit on it from other angles, but um the idea of him trying to close himself off and not share any of his feelings ends up being This big issue because the few things that Atreus does know about you as his father just lets him kind of run with it in his head instead of actually having a dialogue with you. And he just ends up thinking that the things that are cool about you are the things you hate. And like you see him becoming more and more of a little dipshit like you used to be. And it, it like he has to open up and stop you know, stop just thinking of himself in order to, uh, be able to actually make a connection there with, with yeah. his son.
0: I, I, I think about this a lot because there's not a lot of big games, Josh, that I don't connect with. And I agree hundred percent with what Shay said, 100%. I just wonder if maybe it would have been more interesting if they could have done exactly what Shay was talking about, but with like, if he had like a, a daughter. Uh, and maybe that's selfishly someone who has three daughters, but I think having the different dynamic there than having a little boy would have been more interesting to me to kind of bring out different aspects of his character, and I, I wonder if maybe I would have connected with it more.
4: I think that'd be interesting. It would certainly, like, if we It might have been more relatable if, if, if to you personally. The, like, oh, I, I did... Actually, Rich, I disagree with that.
1: And really? like Because yeah, no. that
4: was my initial reaction, but I'm actually going to disagree inside with Morgan on this because it would be another dynamic to Kratos because... To go to to go to Morgan's point, he was such a one note and your point too, Rich, that he was such a one note hero. And if you guys remember, the very first game, one of the first things you do is you do a quick time event of having sex with a chick. And if they were to add that like that Two chicks. Multiple,
1: mo- multiple chicks most times, yeah. <laughs> right.
4: But if you if you were to add in that layer of having a daughter, he would have to kind of evaluate his previous life choices of kind of being a quote unquote womanizer. And it would just, it would add a further layer to that, him having to kind of evaluate who he was in the past life, even more so adding another layer. Now, does that, no, no, that's fair. I, I, it could be convoluted in that regard, but I think it would be incredibly compelling as well if they were to do it right. And if we were to evaluate what they did in the 2018 God of War and how well they did with that story. I would be willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that they would nail it if they had changed it to, um, I, I was trying to think of the female equivalent of Atreus. Atreia? Atreus? I don't A-trilia. know. Atrelia. But yeah, it would, be, it would certainly, I, I think there's some credence that it would be interesting.
0: It would hurt me like when I see those memes that are like net- every daughter or like while Netflix is on in the background and I'll be all these gross memes about someone's daughter getting plowed during Netflix and chill that is going around everywhere. And every time I see those now, I'm just like, no,
2: <laughs>
0: no, I have three daughters one day. You're like, I know no, that could have been grown- me. I know everyone grows up and has sex, but no, I don't want to. This is horrible, you know? Um, I just think you're right because he was a woman. I, like, he was just like, those three that could have been you know those are someone's I mean, daughters kratos I, god
1: damn it actually i mean in most of the a lot of the time it was aphrodite um so
0: well sometimes it was
1: yes. yeah sometimes uh i i think and this will be again i think you totally make a good point with that it would have been a different layer i think it would have been a different story to a point with that um i think a big part of it being atreus in particular and it being his son is i think and judging by the ending of that i think they have a very clear roadmap for what they want this three-act story to be and who atreus is and or could become
4: is a big part of that i think so too i think that like i think a lot of what they did with the end of that game i don't like the ending itself per se i don't like how it just kind of whimpers out and i um i understand that well it's like it leads to what josh
1: said that it's very clearly a first act of a story
4: yeah Right, right. And yeah, and that's something that, like, him and Morgan and I discussed extensively when we talked about it on the podcast. And I understand it for that perspective. I still don't necessarily like it, but I understand. Oh, yeah, it's still not a good reason to do that. But, like, I agree
1: with you. It, I I I wish we still lived in a world where stories did their best to be self-contained, and then we could talk about a sequel once we're done with the thing we've made here. But yeah,
3: but well, yeah, I mean, we even, a, even if you know, evaluate off that eight eight or so fewer cinematic universes,
1: yeah. So I'm really <laughs> yeah. excited for
3: the Matrix Four. Mm-hmm. Is, was kind of my
2: point. <laughs> well, I was going to say
4: the the Fellowship um, of the Ring movie ended pretty terribly. I mean, in terms of like what we're talking about, but I guess I. I really liked where the story was going towards the end of the first game where they're alluding to Atreus's uh, roots and uh, the foreshadowing of what's going to end up happening to Kratos. A lot of things I'm trying to be still somewhat vague because it's yeah. still a fairly new game and I don't want to spoil too much for anyone. Who <laughs> How wants, much do who you all know about Nordic played, mythology? But- yeah, um, I mean, like, all right, and, a couple... anyone who knows, yeah, Sorry, but, like, it's, it's certainly, it's certainly there's a level, I still, I still think there's a level there that is very compelling, whether or not it was a daughter, I think, I really like the choices they have made with the story, like I said, I could see in an alternate universe where it was a daughter, but I still think either way, it's a phenomenal story, and I'm excited yeah. for Agreed. whenever totally. the next game comes out. Mm-hmm.
0: Just I said, uh that's easy. Sekiro, Red Dead 2, Breath of the Wild, Spider-Man and Metal Gear Phantom Pain. Good choice. Mm. Um yeah, especially with the Red Dead. Uh Big E78 said God of War, Witcher 3, Bloodborne, Breath of the Wild and Dark Souls 3. Um Daniel of DC said Hellblade, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Watch Dogs 2, a sneaky one there. Breath of the Wild, Dark Souls 3, and uh, Dog Rules 23 said God of War controls Spider-Man, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Now, I have f- noticed there's been a lot of Zelda Breath of the Wild popping up in these lists. Um, mm-hmm. A game that we have not talked much about, but I will say, even though I did not enjoy the weapon degradation system, I and I wish that game had <laughs> just been created on a stronger platform, I mean, that game is definitely... What? A magical game. I mean, look, can you imagine with the Nintendo's quality and their artist, if they could have made that thing on a, a powerful gaming console? That would have been... It doesn't need to be on one. It runs was, fine on the Switch. No, okay, I get the... Okay, I thought you were being serious. Um, it was. Uh, well, it doesn't run fine on my Switch. It chugs all over the place. And I see a lot of, like, little bits of graphical tearing and stuff like that. I'm kind of anal about that sort of stuff. I probably bring your Switch into the shop. Um... Well, the, doc- the, uh, the chugging and the
4: frame rate issues are pretty well documented, I think. Um, it's never... Rich, uh, welcome to Sword You are officially getting into an argument with Morgan about pointless graphical <laughs> bullshit. Welcome. Uh-huh.
0: It's, it's not pointless. To- Look, I've the never answer- seen an issue with Breath of the Wild
1: running on my Switch that affected my enjoyment of playing it. Nothing that ever, like, I was
3: aghast about. Is, yeah. is that
1: fair to say? Yeah, they handle, uh, because yeah, of, of, of the whole, it
3: being a handheld system... They've got a lot of systems in place for their first-party games that stop them from chugging, for the most part. They'll lower the frame rate, but you don't get the slowdown that you get with a lot of other games once they start hitting the limits mm-hmm. of the hardware.
0: You, if you really peer at a lot of the edges of some of the textures and stuff, you will I, I don't want to be a dick, but you'll notice. Now look, it was one of my favorite art directions of that year. And I still think it's an incredible achievement for what they're dealing with. I'm just saying, imagine a fantasy world where they were creating this on like a, a high end PC or a One X. Like that would have been just gorgeous, you know. Um, but I, I still lo- look. I just have to be honest. I'm just telling you how it is.
4: But I, I still love. Would it, lo- would I it still, be still as interesting if it wasn't on the Switch, though? Would it be still as highly regarded? I'm not to say well, that people, it's like. I'm not saying that it's not Nintendo a boner, good enough yeah. game. But I'm saying like, I think part of a slight this part to is totally part a Nintendo of the reason, boner, I think. I think part of that reason is the portability of agreed, that, agreed. that game is still fucking gorgeous for being on a portable system. And I think that's part of why it's so highly regarded, too, is that near that that um, behind the scenes kind of narrative there.
1: I also don't know what this is and I'm going to totally admit to you that I don't know why I feel this way, but there's something about the mere notion of somebody going, what if instead of being on the switch breath of the wild was on the Xbox one and that like sucks the magic out of it for me. And I feel gross.
3: <laughs> there's no reason I'm like, no, the get it away. I could do that. Wouldn't ruin the art style would be to just fix the minor frame rate issues. And at that point it's not worth losing portability for, um, mm because I've been noticing a lot watching my kid go back and play a bunch of Wii U games. They look great. They still look amazing. They don't need to look any better. Yeah, the Wii U, yeah, the Wii U. Pikmin 4, or Pikmin 3, rather, is gorgeous. It's just, it's a great looking game that, sure, they could have made it look better, but to what end, like, the games that hold up are not the ones that are going for like super super photorealistic. It's the ones that are going for a strong art style and whether or not there's some element of realism in there, it's the art like horizon still looks amazing, just absolutely mm-hmm. amazing um and it's because there's a strong art style underneath the whole, oh, we'll try to make you know faces look pretty or whatnot um, yeah
1: art direction goes a a far longer way than photorealistic to
3: me. Always,
0: yeah. But I'm not asking for it to be photorealistic. I'm just saying. No, there's a he different He wants with to cowboy. see the
3: trees from another hundred feet away.
0: I just, uh, I, yes, I
2: don't, yes,
1: I don't. When I look at it, and I know, like you said, there are well-documented issues.
0: Those are never, those are issues to me. Those are people nitpicking and looking for issues. Well, no, no, they're, they're not. This is what I would say, Rich. I, and again, I love that game dearly. Is that I was playing that game just jumping back and forth between. I'm, I'm not nitpicking because I don't think it's that big of a deal. I just sort of like talking about a. a can you imagine a world where Nintendo wasn't a console generation behind everyone? When was that hey, going to happen? Josh, you want to head out? We'll really? be back in 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> in my
1: head, there are nitpicking. Of I'm everyone. just talking <laughs> about little things. <laughs>
0: Um, I'm just saying. See, this is the problem with Nintendo boners. I'm the only one here who's being objective. I'm saying that it's an incredible art direction. No, you said that that if it it looked better, it would look better. Okay, it would be nice. It'd be nice if it if it was on a stronger system. It wouldn't. On on top of that, I don't think it wouldn't be be. nice if it looked better. That makes no sense. No,
3: it wouldn't. It wouldn't be worth it. Because I think it it. It looks fine. it would be the same thing as all the re-releases of Mario 64 and of Ocarina of Time. It still plays exactly like the old ones. It's, it was point, still a perfect game back then. It's not it improved something else, by having it look slightly shinier.
1: Yeah, if you glossed it over and put it on a PC tomorrow, I would feel zero need to go play it again. And if I wanted to play it again, the original version. I, I was about to say, And if I wanted to play it again, I would still probably just pick up the Switch version and go play it,
0: uh, like, fucking lying in the grass somewhere. I was, at the time it came out, I was bouncing between two games, I'm trying to remember what was big at that time, I think it was actually Horizon, and all I'm saying is, I love that game dearly, but I remember... Yeah, Horizon would have been the up, month prior. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I was, I was still playing it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember... No, thinking, but I'm saying, like, yeah, no, that would be the game. It would have been around the same time. Yeah, they came out, like, yeah, within yes, 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 yeah. a month of each other. Yeah, within two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, I remember the last time that Nintendo made a game that was, like, the best-looking thing out there, and that was Wind Waker. And that was a cool time. It was cool to, like... Wind Waker like, was Wind not Waker the looked, best-looking thing out there. Again, it was it, it was an art style, than, and people hated it at launch. You, I believe that Wind Waker, lo- you can make a case, looked better than anything... Else out there at the time, two thousand three cel- would have been. I, I don't agree with that. It was cel shaded.
1: It was no, It was another case of art direction. It had a it was, great, but fantastic art The GameCube art was not
0: a significant generation behind the Xbox and the PS two. What? Yeah, but we're talking about the game, not what the console was capable of. But that's the thing. The art direction is always excellent with with Nintendo games, especially Zelda. If the console. Is stronger. They're able to, the processing power, everything, the textures, they smooth out. It's those little things for me don't bug me as much. That's all I'm saying. Like, when is the last time, Rich, you remember a Nintendo game being technologically like on par, like best of the best? Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Yep. For a handheld, maybe. (laughs) come on you know that's you know the switch is nowhere near as strong as come on i know know it's
1: not but what like i don't understand the argument you're making because it doesn't need to be that strong like that that game doesn't require the sort of power you're talking about
0: it doesn't but wouldn't it be cool if it was no wouldn't it be cool if it was it wouldn't change anything well for me i'd I'd probably just i'd be i'd let's put it this way i'd have more awe i'd feel more complain six months later I when I was, play, because when I was playing, because once it looked a little better. Horizon, I was well, it, like,
3: it wow. doesn't look enough better now. It, it, six months ago, maybe it held up. So I, this look, is I
0: love it. I'm just saying that a lot of times with Nintendo, and I know you guys are have a lot of love here. It's like wow, this is incredible for the Switch. That's what I feel like I'm always saying instead of just generally like oh my god, this is hands down on par with like Horizon and all this other stuff from a technical perspective.
2: I
1: don't think I ever feel like I need to like compare those games one for one. Like, I I, I understand what you're trying to say, but I just think it's a non-issue for me. That's fair.
0: That's fair. It's not a huge issue for me. It's just something I notice. It bothers me a little bit. It's like a little mole or something that I just can't stop staring at. But again, I think you guys really pushed me way out of the the point I was making. All I said was, I love the game. It's a great art direction. Imagine if it was on a better console and you guys were like, whoa! I was just
3: really confused about... It's because we've seen the whole, what if it was on a better console and we get just complete messes most of the time. Like the Sega Dreamcast. Like Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. Oh, come on now, Josh. Come on. And I like those really.
0: character models. Like the Secret
3: of Mana. Oh, let's, <laughs> let's
4: talk about the Secret of Mana.
0: <laughs> those are not examples of... Uh, don't bring I that just, shit into this. <laughs> I just miss Nintendo being, you know... But again, I love that game dearly. I think we all do, except obviously Shay couldn't play it. Um, Listen, I think we all can agree at the end of the day that Sega does what Nintendo don't. Alright, so we gotta get to the, the organizations right. of this list here.
4: I fucking love that you joined this podcast, Rich. For you, just saying that alone <laughs> has made all of this worth it.
0: This went on... This, that went on way too long. We didn't get to talk about the good stuff about the game. Oh, well. It's gone. Meandine um, uh, Richard said, God of War, The Witcher 3, Spider-Man, Shadow of War, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, making a surprise appearance. Um, cool. And Daz Bellcop said... Spider-Man, Witcher Three, God of War, Detroit, Hu- Become Human, oh, two of those, wow, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, yeah. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. Let's let's do the last couple here. Uh, Tony, one of our new patrons, said Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, untried Four, Spider-Man, and Hellblade. Cool. So right. got some really good lists. Oh shit, ain't real. I put his down to Red Dead Two, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World. Uncharted 4, Ratchet, and Clank Rune. Do you guys consider Monster Hunter World a third-person action adventure? Oh, yeah, that's a little tricky.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I yeah for is. sure. I'm also wasting a lot of time replaying that on PC right now. Yeah, I bought that, and I, I haven't gotten to it on PC yet. I, um, I didn't realize, and I, I need to get back to it. Uh, I, I bought it with Iceborne, mm. but I ne- mm. I'd never played it on PC, and you need to get through the main content to get to Iceborne. Oh. Uh, but the thing is, they give you... Um, an armor set and the materials to craft the defender class weapons, which make doing the original story content a goddamn joke. Mm. If if you remember the first time you encounter a Rathian in Monster Hunter World and you're just supposed to fight with it for a little bit and then run off. Yeah. While, while the NPCs continued on, I fucking solo killed it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> I yeah, I love that game a lot too, but I just I uh
1: yeah. I I'm ready to dive back in whole hog on pc now that i now that i know all the contents there and the iceborne stuff seems really cool that is the way i want to play that game i love whole mm-hmm. hog yeah don't
0: don't dive back in not half, whole hog. Hog, no, yeah. half hog never do that whole hog and for all the people that messaged me directly about death stranding no it did not make my list because it's not a third person action adventure game it's a strand game it's a strand game, a strand game. thank you rich yes it's a strand game and out of respect to kojima i will not include it on this list so thank it's a third person strand game. <laughs> that action seems it's a little generous. Kind. I mean <laughs> or adventure incredibly you know, generous. I I don't want to sit here and argue with you guys about the nature of action for 40 minutes cuz I don't think no, that you guys I'm, would able to do it. I'm joking because
3: obviously easy. all the uh, all the fight scenes are uh, are action. So
0: Punch! 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 Yeah, I hit
3: a guy with a briefcase, and hey. then I reevaluated
1: my life and ejected the disc. Yeah, hitting him with that, the briefcase is never the right call.
3: You're still buy discs. So. Whipping the briefcase at his face from about twenty yeah, yards away go of it is the contact. right call. Yes, I
1: like to get up right there and let go of it on contact because mm. it's a fun animation. Because it's like you smack him upside the head with the briefcase, and then it keeps going. Like you're like, I didn't give a shit about
4: that. Mm-hmm. You know what I was gonna say? You took the disc. Took it out, took it down to the nearest college near you with all of the other pretentious college kids, and you played Ultimate Frisbee with that disc.
1: Hell yeah, I did. I used to play a lot of Ultimate Frisbee in college. Dude,
4: Ultimate's fucking fun. Mm-hmm. I will admit that.
1: I tell, you, I tell you guys, this is kind of wacky. I could tell you a crazy college story. My college, uh, the campus was designed to be in LA, but they built it in New York. Got a little so because there. of that, the, he, well, here's the thing. The campus was designed with L.A. in mind. So there are these lowering wind tunnels between the buildings that are designed to help circulate air. So in a New York winter, it is goddamn freezing. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think about that to this day. It was a horrible experience.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel you, bro. Um, All right, so... Let's make the list here and then let's move on. Uh, We'll talk about Star Wars and shake, and go to the restroom, get food, whatever he needs to do. Um, Again, thank you for – it was a lot of fun. You got a little taste of blood there, Rich. This is what happens. Um, But it's all in good fun. We all all mostly love each other. Um, Josh doesn't love me for years, but we pretend in front of the kids. Yeah, that's better. That's
1: good, though. You're doing it for them. When they grow up and they go to college, then you can do what
0: makes you happy. We don't want to break Fish's heart wherever he is. Um, all right, so I think in an effort of compromise, I am willing to, um, if you guys will allow Red Dead to be number five on the list, no. I'll be willing to put God of War, I will be willing to not argue for 30 minutes against God of War, because I, I think that is, even though it doesn't mean anything to me, I do think it is a high quality game. Um, all right, let's compromise. Uh, God of War can be number one, and
1: we don't put Red Dead on the list at all.
4: How about... Well, I would disagree with that. <laughs> uh, I definitely think uh, Uncharted Four should be number one. God of War should definitely be on the list, and Red Dead Two can sit in my game library where it belongs. Let's think about thick what thick
0: layer it did. Dust caked on there. That's right. It can also sit on your number three game of the year for that year.
4: So. It could, but there are also five better games than that game. Uh, f- sorry, third-person action adventure games than that game. Well, we'll see.
0: We'll see how the list pans out. Um, all right. So, what else do we have? Zelda's gonna. It sounds like make the list. Although she hasn't played it, so I'm not sure what to do with that.
4: I'm cool with it being on the list. It's a great. I think list. it's def- It's definitely there. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. Let's see. So I think we all had Uncharted Four on our list. There's no way that can't make the list because we all had it. Which is is there anything that made every single list besides Uncharted Four? Just out of curiosity, I don't think so. I don't think so.
3: Yeah.
4: Witcher Three, I think did. Oh,
3: Horizon. Did Horizon
4: make? Oh, every did list? we all have Horizon?
3: Oh, it Josh wasn't can. on mine, yes. but it was like no, just close, close contender. There was a lot of close contention on this Top list. There's five is not a lot for. Third-person action adventure games. It's like because that's most of the games. That's, that's yeah. That's basically just yeah, games. Yeah, like you, yeah. you cut mean, out um, a couple, couple genres, but not a lot.
0: I look here, Rich. I'm not going to sit here and try to belittle you and Josh's beloved Spider-Man all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is, I don't have a passion, and Shay never played it, so I think that's going to be a tougher sell for a. Top five list, just being objective. You know, I don't want to be intellectually honest here, not intellectually dishonest. Like sometimes happens. Um, So, so what do we have on the list at this point? Is it it's God of War? It's Uncharted.
1: Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. No, but like really. Because, I mean, I don't see a world where Spider-Man's not on the list, but Red Dead is. Like, let's not be ridiculous. Well,
0: let's well, let's, let's slow down there. Let's, you might want to check your Spider-Man on the are using you're right? using the
1: word action pretty generously if you're putting Red Dead on the list. Well, yeah. I don't well, know. You remember yes. that
2: part
3: where you fixed a wagon wheel?
1: <laughs> remember that part where you built your house?
0: It
3: was intense. There was
0: intense. There was a lot of stakes building that house. I went to the I went, hammer.
3: <laughs> I went to a
0: real estate office. Rich, I hate to break it to you, but nobody knows what you're talking about except me because we're the only two that finished it. So. Yeah,
1: no, God, um, I wanted to kill myself through the, the remaining four fucking hours. Do you, do you like how the invisible said, walls it said, in no, the, I thought uh, thought the water guys, just I, made I thought... your
3: boat sink I, without any warning if you if you start getting out too far? Oh, the fishing! Mm, oh, I like do not even talk about the fishing.
1: Um, the I'm I'm talking about the prologue, which I almost don't even ca- like. I don't even think I was talking about that in the review. That prologue is not fun.
0: You mean the, the the pro? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about the epilogue. I'm sorry. Um, the prologue is like almost like free. Well, we don't have time to get into that right now. Obviously, it would be what's all of our number ones. That's why this is easier. Josh's was Breath of the Wild. Mine was Breath Red of the Wild Dead. was Re- also my number one. Re- what was your number one? Breath of the Breath Wild. Of Wild. Okay. All right. So a lot of passion there. And Shay didn't number his so. Uh, full
1: disclosure, I, I did my numbering like right when I realized we were supposed to have numbered them.
0: That's so, fine. That's as I fine. Was it's more about the conversation, you. less about the numbering. I mean, well, however you want to split it. Like, If I'm going to play Devil's Advocate against my own list and all Devil's of lists, Avocado, I'm, Larry. How many of these games, like, as much as I love Red Dead, and I think it's the second best game of the generation, it's not a new IP. Um, the only thing on this list that I'm seeing it's a new IP would be Horizon, but It's hard for me. Uh, Insomniac Spider-Man is a new IP. (laughs) It's only been around forever. (laughs) That version of Spider-Man is brand new. You know what? You're right, Rich. Technically, you are right. Um, It's not building off any existing Spider-Man story foundation. You know, I would have been on Team Spider-Man before you tried to kill Arthur right in front of me. Um, That's a good girl. (laughs) We just need to take a, a little clip of every impression we made. Okay, so we know Breath of the Wild is on the list for sure. We know Uncharted 4 is on the list for sure. We know Horizon is a maybe? It was on three lists?
2: I think, I think it should it, be on the list. Yeah, I, I think, think it's sure. that one was. It was I think that three hangs. of the lists,
3: and it could have been on mine. Like I said, it, this was, it was one of the ones up there that, I mean, it probably wouldn't have been on my list because I narrowed down stuff that a lot of our listeners put on there just because I figured, yeah, somebody will complain that mm-hmm. it's not action-adventure enough. Like Hellblade. How about this? But, uh, um, this is a fun way to do yeah. it,
0: Josh. Let's all let one go. I let Nier go, cut it loose, sink into the bottom of the ocean. Let's let's all let one go that we don't think has a shot. Oh, on my Day's list? He's gone.
4: Bye-bye.
0: Oh, that's fi- that's unfair. Mm. You're
3: sneaky, Shay. The fact that that was even brought up seems yeah. a little sneaky. Yeah, I don't think we should. Uh... Yeah, I-, I can cut Uncharted 4. Fuck <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Actually, Fuck. he's right. I think I cut Uncharted 4, too. <laughs>
4: I quit this <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> Look, if that means no, Red Dead I- gets on there, I can get on the cut Uncharted Four I- I bandwagon. I- I- let's you talk know, about oh, it. Oh God,
1: we can we can cut stuff that's not from our list. Yeah, I cut Red Dead. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we can cut stuff that's not on our list.
0: <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my favorite
4: writer? I'm surprised or... you guys didn't um... have Control on your guys' lists. To be honest, you with know you. it's funny
1: after you mentioned it, like um, I, I I hadn't even considered. It. Like I really liked Control, but I. Immediately started digging for stuff like further back. I don't know yeah. what mentally
3: caused me to do it's that. It's just so
0: recent; it's hard to like really wrap your head around it. You know. Yeah, I just mm-hmm.
3: I don't really really think about the shooters as being action adventure games. Just personally, I had Uncharted on there, and even that, I was just like,
0: eh. well, "Let's have fun with the terminology." Uh, action adventure. Which game had the best action adventure? Um, Uncharted four. Action was a little suspect. It's action. It's more gun violence. Yeah, grenade throwing Olympics. I'm with you, but um,
2: yeah. I'd look, l- on with lest, you, Shay, lest I lest we
4: want to forget Uncharted about on the on fucking the car chases that were in Luigi's that. Luigi's Mansion Three. Oh God, those car
1: chases were really good.
4: They were really fucking good. Ooh, yeah, yeah,
1: no, the, the one was pretty cool. The, the set. The set pieces are really Jesus. The set pieces in Uncharted 4 are really fucking good. Mm-hmm.
2: They're
4: really thinking good. How I, I, I do you have to, get get to I think I, to I think Uncharted consider 4 hanging on the list. God damn! I was kind of joking about list?
1: cutting that, but I do, I do think Uncharted Four hangs. I was joking. Josh Uncharted is the one that wanted hangs. to cut it. You I argue was with just him,
3: giving you guys shit because it was the only one that was on all the lists.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it was on the, We're know.
3: gonna cut something.
0: <laughs> okay, so no one's playing the game where they let something go. Except I me. Cut I cut one. I cut Days more.
4: Gone. What more do you want? That's so They're sneaky. All so good.
1: God, if I have to, if I have to let something go, I guess it has to be Spider Man because I don't think anybody else feels as passionately about it as I do.
4: I'm gonna be honest with you, Rich.
3: I don't know um, why the fuck we're trying to number this. Because again, it's just it has nothing to do with let's anything. Just get game the year shit all let's just number one. Let's stop again. fighting over five <laughs> through two. Let's just get number like, one. Literally none of this matters. And because if we're no, just yeah, number one, one, it's uncharted. It's the only one on our lists. It's it's the game that we all agree or, on. Yeah, it's it's uncharted. I was just giving Shay shit for the uncharted one of one I was going to cut because I knew <laughs> knew it would just drive him up the wall. You knew I'd I'd get angry.
4: <laughs> Yeah. And the nominees no, I,
3: are. Mm-hmm. God of War. No,
4: I would honestly think it'd be God of War. Uncharted 4, uh, Horizon, or God of War would be one of those. But Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm I don't have the energy to day. argue about
0: Red Dead all
1: day. I think day, for me, but... it's between it's between Uncharted and
4: God of War um, as I the ones that
1: hang most. I honestly think slot. my
4: choices are either Uncharted 4 or Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. I think it's Breath of the Wild or
1: Red Dead. Uh, Shay hasn't even played Breath of the Wild. That's why yeah. I think it's hard. No, that's the Oh, you're, thing. Like, and you're, right, you're right. I tried Wild well. is yeah, way also better than Uncharted
3: but it's no, not on Nobody's his list, on that so Red whatever. Dead train Well, but you, and objectively,
0: so. nobody finished Red Dead in a lot of these games. You could probably make that case. Oh, my you know, God. Have, have, have we finished any of these games? Has anybody finished? finished we finished all finished every Uncharted every, 4. I finished everything, everything on my
4: list.
1: I finished every game on my list. Well, I did too.
4: I finished every game on my list. Mm-hmm
0: this <laughs> is a different list and that's okay um, okay so the numbering let's just say is not important Josh has a good point the, Uncharted 4 is the only game that made every list
3: it was like the bottom sort of, of, of almost every list but it was it's on sort of every backs list backs in by so.
4: Nate by Pro
0: this is how game of the year
4: works it's about
0: compromise
4: okay, okay Uncharted 4 Practice. yay congratulations Uncharted 4 for yet congratulations. again staying atop our lists Nathan Drake, can I? Can I? Dick.
3: Just, just throw, throw this all out. What if it was Hellblade?
2: <laughs> That's
0: a good one. <laughs> Danny's gonna love that. Danny's are willing to be atop yeah. our <laughs> list again. Despite Danny's no one selecting, that, yeah. despite not being nominated, mm-hmm. the winner is Hellblade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a very deep, painful inside history with
4: that. Rich, <laughs> one day
2: we'll talk we, about it. We, um, we no, all no, right. No. So there we gotta like, move a on. Wee.
4: There's, there's one person that has a painful there's, history. There's the so, many, no, so okay. many wonderful memories I'm gonna about tell that. tell Rich. And then
0: and Morgan is is Crying Mandel. in the corner. Rich, this is the cliff notes, all right? Fish is a sweet boy. <laughs> Shea Shay used his powers of manipulation to get Fish to vote against a game that was on his own top five. So he had Resident Evil 7 in his top five, as did I. Great game. And it, it, Right, great game. Made our list. Shay talked him out of that to put Hellblade on the list instead, even though Fish had never played Hellblade, and Fish did it. Because You know what Shay deserves that
1: win because I I don't know how you talk someone into doing that. That's pretty fucking amazing. Right?
0: That's why Fish isn't here anymore.
1: (laughs) That's why you let him go. (laughs) (laughs) We had to we had to let you go, Fish. No, that's striking.
4: Honestly, Rich Morgan's just mad because he his Manipulation tactics didn't work as well as mine. Yeah, exactly. He and was trying the, the same trick. thing. What did, Dude, you, what did you try Rich to Did
3: you think that it was...
1: would have looked better if it were on PlayStation 4?
0: <laughs> well, that's true. Um, Rich, my manipulation tactic was fish. You put this game on your list. Shouldn't you vote for that one you put on your fucking list? That was my manipulation tactic. How monstrous <laughs> of me. He just sent me a text that said, Get fucked. <laughs> Red Fish was just sitting there like I don't know, guys. Ugh.
4: I haven't, I've never even heard that's, of Hellblade, but maybe
0: it's a
1: really good, it's a really good fish impression. That's what he's always sounding like.
4: You want to know why Fish Ugh. voted for it, Rich? Because I made the impassioned argument that uh, Hellblade was doing more for the medium than Resident Evil Seven has ever done, and he agreed with it.
0: That's so dumb because you didn't play it in VR. And Resident Evil Seven is the killer app of VR, still to this so day. So killer yeah, that I, yeah, I, it died. I, <laughs> That's
2: what I was gonna say. Look, guys, I
0: I'm
1: a, I'm all for piling on, but I can't have Resident Evil Seven be smirched like this. It was a fantastic game. It
4: was a fantastic game, but Hellblade did a Especially lot more.
1: Especially the DLC where you're a where you're a
0: boxing man who eats bugs. Hellblade does look objectively. I will you take just, a truce. You punch in zombies' VR? heads
1: off their shoulders. It did a lot.
0: Yeah. If you're not playing Resident Evil Seven in VR, then of course. Then you probably shouldn't play Resident no, Evil. No, regardless. You guys regardless.
1: hear Resident Evil 8's gonna have werewolves.
0: Why are we dredging
1: regardless. up this fucking
4: tired argument when we both know that I'm right and Fish voted it correctly? <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's move on. God, I can't wipe. Th- Fish One is of the
0: like the best that decisions he's ever can't made. Wipe free not fish but the decision that he made to this day I can't I can't wipe it free um, wipe it free <laughs> wipe it good <laughs> if I can't free it from me from wiping um, no matter
4: how if much you're you wipe the stain something still while remains. Wiping,
3: you probably probably
4: should try to squeeze out a little more if you Here, wipe please. it set it free <laughs> uh-huh. probably right morgan wipes um. back to front <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that's that's unusual. Weird. <laughs>
4: People do that?
1: I just stand up off the toilet and ring the little bell I have until my butler comes to wipe me. Mm. Uh, anyways anyways,
4: anyways Archibald anus. <laughs> why, I wouldn't have taken the job wipe otherwise. me
0: <laughs> Look, that might have been weird, but I just found at the beginning of the show Richard getting the starfish statue built out
4: honor, so And you just kind of <laughs> tilt your ass out. Archibald. And he goes, yes, very good, sir. <laughs> mm, indeed. Um, <laughs> Looks like you had some Mexican food last night. Hmm.
0: <laughs> anyway, Shay, if you'd like to go, this is the time we're going to talk a little Star Wars before we get to The Last of Us. I want to say, if you, en- by, by the way, thank you, Danny, for your patronage. I hope you enjoyed the, the blood we spilt in your honor uh, this week. And uh, your patronage means the world to us as much as everyone else that decides to donate to our cause of insanity. Um, patreon.com slash We do have the insanity of a um on Uncharted 4.
2: <laughs> Word. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Uncharted 4, congratulations. Congrats, you did it. Mm-hmm. We knew you could. All right, so, uh, Star Wars, Josh, you finally, I need, I'm just gonna check, uh, well, I want you to carry this a little bit, Josh, because I have to go make sure my door's closed and so my kids don't sneak in, but I know you finally got a chance to break into Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It was our listener game of the year. Voted on on the at Sword Instagram page. And you got it on PC. uh, And you finally got a chance to break into it a bit. So uh, I'm curious Mm -hmm. what you think. Because, you know, it's sort of in line with Uncharted, like we talked about. And the sort of a Souls-like kind of experience. They're going for a mixture of that hard combat pairing. Mm. How are you feeling
3: about it? I'm feeling like the comparisons to the souls games are very generous um (laughs) yeah very in formula generous i I
1: think they're right but it's it's not nearly on par with the precision or difficulty you're you're
3: yeah there are yes um oh my god there's a swamp on uh dathomir that just Mm -hmm. i don't know who the fuck decided to make the floor for this thing but you get caught on everything like literally everything just trying to walk through there the
1: enemies do too i believe i know the section you're talking
3: about yeah yeah it's like it's like kind of four different chambers of a swamp kind of connected by little hallways dear god i know
1: okay yes yes that's not a great area yeah
3: um and that's kind of it's kind of a microcosm of the rest of the game it's it's um, a lot of really, really great ideas executed at varying levels of skill. Um, some of it is amazing. The intro to that game is probably one of the best looking things of the generation. And the game also has the ugliest Wookiees in any property. Hell yeah. Like, what the fuck are these Wookiees? Um, what happened? Anyway, but yes, this it's 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 bizarre because it's it seems like way through the whole game it's just like absolutely stellar successes and then a complete turd. Um, yeah, five yeah, like minutes that later, first, and yeah. that happens just over and over again. Like this is amazing, and then something looks like it, it was the first pass. No one ever went back to check on it again.
1: How do you feel about their um their their
3: modeling of Forrest Whitaker? Where do you fall on that? <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, I mean that—that's the thing. Like I was talking about the Wookiees being terrible, but like the main—the main cast, the uh, everyone you talk to on the ship is great. He's great. And it's even, extremely well animated, extremely well modeled, extremely well voiced. Like the—the the connection the, is you it, have. Is it Grizz? Is, yeah, is uh,
1: that the, the pilot? Yeah. He, yeah. He is one of my. He is my favorite character in that game, mm-hmm. like by far, and I love the. I love the crew yeah. of your ship in that game, the Mantis. I think yeah. they work really well together, and it really
3: does make me hope there is going to be a, a sort of trilogy of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's done yeah. so well. And then you get to, like, uh, you know, some other, like the rebels you fight with on, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of these stupid planets, but the Wookiee Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. They look like they're rejects from a PS2 game. Um, well, I, I mentioned it's funny you mentioned that Josh does exactly what
0: well, I said. Well, you can't when, stare directly at them. It's like yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> uh,
3: when we first started
0: uh, talking about it, I was just like, it just, yeah, it's just weirdly inconsistent. Like that yeah. first red planet you land on looks fucking insanely good. Like you, all the detail, the skyboxes, i have probably like starts with a D or something. Draculor, Draculor. Dathamir.
3: We were just talking about that before you, yeah, while well, you went to check yeah. on the door. Dathamir is the, um,
1: the home world of the, I fucking, I forget. the It's the home world of the Sisters. It's, it's yeah. where you get that dual, the dual-bladed lightsaber upgrade.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I would, so how far are you just for reference? Because I'm only I'm like six hours I'm just about done with the game.
3: I'm, I'm just about done with it. Oh, you're um, at the end. Okay, okay. And, cool. uh, yeah, and it, it's that way throughout. The, it's, it's amazing, amazing stuff. And then, unbelievably rough looking stuff right next to it i was i was telling rich while you were gone that it's got the intro to that game um on that um you know the scrap the, on the planet scrap planet, planet it's decommissioning the uh, this, uh is, the clone yeah warships. it is it's, it's what of, it, what an intro it is it's it's one of the best looking things of the generation and then you get the ugliest wookiees ever yeah, right you, after. Ha- it's like I I do agree with your opening premise though
0: Josh because I was playing Sekiro back to back at the time and the one thing that even though I actually enjoyed this combat a lot because it's easier for me and I didn't like throw my controller like Sekiro did and maybe want to, you know, rage quit every five seconds but mm-hmm. um the thing that's different about dark souls games is like i remember every like little hallway every staircase every pass because of how the enemies are laid out and yeah. in this game i went through like the first call of planets and it was just like okay there's some storage i didn't feel that same i would call it a soul's light it's it's
1: it's got the framework of a souls but not nearly anywhere up to snuff of the challenge or
2: the required well, precision
3: on... well that's actually the issue is i don't it has difficulty options and they're not handled well um because they don't just make enemies hit harder and make it m- like they change the parry windows in the game so you mm. fundamentally mentally change how you have to play the game cuz you can just yeah. get away with whatever on lower difficulties i'm playing on yeah. the hardest and the parry
2: windows I think, I are like I played on the hardest, parry
3: windows. They are, oh, wow, minuscule little things. If you are not hitting within a frame or two of an attack hitting you, if you're not blocking within that, you miss it. Um, do you like that though? Do you like that challenge of it? I like it once I got used to it. Um, because there are some of the enemies you have to, it's a weird timing, it's not what you think it's going to be because it's, it it's. It's about the same parry window as Sekiro, but you have to do it a little before you would in Sekiro.
0: Okay, cuz the motion of how he moves the lightsaber up is different.
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um it's all about understanding the frames of the yeah, character exactly animations. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just how it's coded. And it felt weird at first, but once I got used to where the timing was, it's actually really satisfying having that um happen. Um but but again, I don't I I wish they would have just kind of kept a parry window for all of it instead of having multiple difficulties. Um, I mean, they could even just made your stance not take as much damage if you're just blocking. So you just, well, if I don't want to so parry, you don't have to So you're good at the parry. game
0: no matter what difficulty.
3: Exactly. That way, if you improve, you're not improving in a way that doesn't help you if you want to go yeah. to a higher difficulty later. Um, but uh, anyway, that's, that's that's a minor thing. I think the major thing is just the... My biggest complaint with it is just the the wild variations in quality uh, from, uh, you know, one part of the game to the next. The the animations are, are amazing. Um, but then, like, the way it's implemented into the world, it seems to have major bugs with, like, IK, uh, and you'll get shit where enemies will fall through the floor or fly off into the skybox. Just... And yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, Josh
1: and I were discussing this before the show started, and it, it seems crazy that this stuff is not fixed, because it's not like this game performed, performed poorly. People are loving it, people are playing it. Yeah. I remember talking about these issues being present when I reviewed it, and being like, this game is messy in spots, it's rough, but it's so good, I'm willing to trog through all this stuff, and I'm astonished they haven't fixed this stuff.
3: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, some of the enemies... <laughs> Specifically specifically the spiders, like the just the big spiders, seem to just have massive bugs with them. Like if you parry massive them Massive bugs. If you if you <laughs> parry them, they, they get set up for like an instant kill thing, which will just, you know, pop an X up above their head. But it's it's always a mistake to try to do that because while that X is sitting there, they're trying to, you know Move. To yeah. move. And you just you never know what's gonna happen if you try to do that. They end up flying off. Just like you parry one of them and then go fight something else. Because at some point in the next two seconds, that spider's going to fly. Just gonna flip the fuck yeah. out. And it's just it's you have to just kind of learn these things. Like, okay, this is this is a bug that happens every single time that I've just gotta get used to. Um and that that, that shouldn't be the case at this point. It's like they they really yeah, they they really missed some major bugs that should have just gotten taken care of.
0: Um, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, how did so? the best Um, the one thing that clipped me up a little bit was some of the. I was on stream and I got a little hung up in some of the backtracking, but um, mm-hmm. just kind of losing. I my wish
1: f- you could fast travel between those meditation what? points.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I was on stream and I was stressed about like an audience, but like I just remember kind of. Getting lost during some of those back traveling things and then that's wherever every time I put the, the game down is just because I wanted to be back at my ship and... it,
1: it can be confusing. I, I think the meta, the uh, the maps are actually really cool, those three D Hollow maps and they're effective. But the levels are Metroid esque intricate. Yeah. And it can get confusing to navigate them one hundred percent. It
3: yes. Especially considering the way they handle the doors is not a strict Metroid thing. And half the time they're kinda misleading. Cause there will be areas that you can go somewhere that won't even have a door thing popping mm. up, uh, or vice versa, where like um, <laughs> the door will just be slightly in the wrong spot, and so you have to. It's yeah. just, the map is almost great, but uh, yeah, it's it's, I, I, it's a little a tough. The to map is a, more yeah. more aesthetically pleasing than effective. Yeah, I exactly. Like, yeah. like it, yeah. It's, it like seems they like work, if yeah. you could rotate it just a little bit more, you could a be able more. to see it the way you want to. You can
1: kind of not quite rotate it enough for it to really matter that you can rotate it.
3: Yeah, that's kind of where it is. Like I feel like they could have either given us more functionality there or just picked a camera angle that works because the, yeah. the solution they went with is, is neither of those.
1: It's almost like give me full agency or don't give me any at all. Yeah. Because
0: why, why are we
1: pretending? Mm-hmm. The,
0: the jack-of-all-trade games are fascinating to me from the outside because it's like, look, I enjoyed the game from what I played of it. I've just been kind of distracted trying to platinum and play some other stuff like the last I don't even games.
1: know if I necessarily call this a jack-of-all-trade games. I think it's very specific in what it is. The the combat is, is sort of souls Light inspired, and then beyond that, I think it's very Metroid-like.
0: Well, no, but it's got the Uncharted sequences. That's a big part of sort of the... You know, I always I look at it as sure. Uncharted mixed with Souls Light, mixed with, like, Metroid Exploration. Um, I thought there was one more thing on my list, but... Um, you, so you don't think it's, like, a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none kind of a thing? I, I don't think it's
1: quite that. I think it does the things it's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Not perfectly, but pretty well. But like what
3: those would you games say have like... basically <coughs> turned... They're basically all the same thing at this point, other than the Souls games just having completely nailed down combat but even like yeah, the, the yeah. all all of those are so close to together like the original dark souls it's a metroidvania that's that is what the game was like you that's almost true. don't even yeah. need to add metroid back into it um yeah. like it's 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 very much inspired by souls but like hey what if we didn't remove the platforming bits of Metroid to, to yeah, get all that yeah, totally. tighter yeah. And combat, I think by its so. nature of, like,
1: Star Wars, if you're playing as a Jedi, you want to feel acrobatic, you want platforming, cool. you mm-hmm. want stuff like that. Yes.
0: Well, and that fits, like, the general nature of, like, the Uncharted stuff is, like, the way you glab- grab on the ledges, shimmy around. Like, you, mm-hmm. it just has, like, a real expo- climb things even. Like, it has very much, like, Movement a... Movement feels good. It, it has good
1: agency yeah, to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um
0: th- This is a weird thing to even
1: bring up, but I think... Uh, I, I was on the show around the time this happened um so this is like a weird note to me because it sort of added an extra layer for me uh-huh. um i was high as hell on star wars at the time this game dropped i remember and, that yeah uh because i had just actually uh me and a few friends went on vacation to disney world and we went yeah, to star yeah. wars land and we spent like 200 dollars each to do the build your own lightsaber experience uh and all of the parts I used to build my lightsaber are in this game in the lightsaber customization. (laughs) And I thought that was awesome. Like the lightsaber that is mounted on my wall, all of the pieces that are on my hilt, you can find in this game. And I just thought, I was like, that's kind of cool. That is cool. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's
0: like a step up from like when I built my lightsaber on like KOTOR back in the day and how cool that felt. Like it was very, it was very simple, but it was like that satisfying Mm -hmm. feeling of like, I made my own quest. I think, I love those KOTOR games a little bit, like, more than these kind of games because they were, they just felt so special at the time, and I liked carving my own destiny. I don't know if you ever played the KOTOR games. Oh, I
1: played the hell out of them. Uh, I love those games, and, uh, you know, the current rumor mill says uh, they're remaking the first one.
0: Well, that would be great, because it definitely could use a remake. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just loved it, and, like, how the agency of you being, like, creating your own story in a way and having an an agency of choice in there to a degree I thought was interesting
1: 100%. I mean, I think this is a great very guided Star Wars narrative. I yeah. like everything they kind of do with it. Um and it I, it does a good job of getting you feeling immersed in that world. I I think it, I think more than more than not it succeeds at the things it's trying to do.
0: It was I will say this after watching the Star Wars movies over again the new trilogy like and loving Ray so much as a character, it was hard to go back to what like, Cal Kestis or whatever he was. Not that he's a bad character, but he just kind of felt like your prototypical video game. Cal, Cal Kestis is the least interesting character in the game, yeah. and that, yeah, and that's
1: unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even the um the second sister, especially as that game comes to a head, a very interesting character arc there. Um, yeah, the the night sister character whose name is Amareth, I want to say. Um, super interesting. Grizz, is super, Grizz and the rest of the crew are super interesting. Like Cal, Cal is very much a be- blank slate. Yeah. There's some interesting parts with his flashbacks about the the night the Jedi were killed, but beyond that, he's the least interesting. They character. played it a little
0: safe, I think. You could say,
1: I think so. And I, uh, I, I think I might have brought this up last time we talked about this game. I, as much as I do want to see a direct sequel, I almost like the idea of Jedi. Like or like fallen order being sort of this subset of Star Wars games, where you could tell different Just stories a style about
3: game instead of the
1: yeah, or, like different characters all maybe taking place after the you know the execute order and seeing how long they survived and what they did to try
3: and scrape by as the empire rose up, yeah instead of following the same character from through a different adventure or something, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, is there anything that I'm missing, Josh, that was important to you that you wanted to mention that you don't feel like we covered
3: in um, your time with the game? Let me think. Uh, da, 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 da. I I mean, not, <laughs> not really, um, not really. I, I feel Would like- Would it have a,
0: made your top five games of the year now in retrospect?
3: No, no, it's, uh, it's, it's not up there at all. It's, it's way too rough. Um. Like the combat, it would have made a top 10 cut for me. Yeah. The the combat is one of those things where, like, if they would just polish up those major bugs that just like really break the flow of combat stuff with like the floor collision being so shit that the AI doesn't know what to do and they'll just stand off somewhere instead of it'll just stop fighting you because, oh, they got stuck on the floor somewhere. Like, that happens an awful lot where you'll be fighting somebody and, you know, trying to keep track of everybody and, like, I think there's still one more ranged guy, but he stopped attacking you (laughs) because he thinks you're out of line of sight because of some shit collision that they didn't polish up in the game. Um, There's just, there's little stuff like that all over the place that, like, it's it's almost polished enough to be a great game, but, like, those little things just pull me out of it constantly because it's not just, like... They're little things, but they're everywhere. Like, they'll just... That sort of nonsense will pop up often enough to just really pull me out of the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good, though. It's still really... Like, a lot of the systems in there are great. I'm really impressed with what they were able to do. I just... I'm, I'm more interested in seeing a second game after yeah. this especially then, if they get a the more interesting itself.
0: protagonist smooth things out mm-hmm. yeah yeah I especially wish- now we're
1: not existing in that world where it's like respawn kind of getting the star wars license and ea begrudgingly being like fine go shit out of star wars game now it's being like okay you now made a star wars property that people liked now you know here's some more money going into the prospect of making another yeah one. I, exactly, I, yeah
3: i'm also yeah. curious to see what they'll be able to do if they're able to actually get you know the uh Something other than the uh, the off brand Um Maybe just stay off Kashik in the sequel. Yeah,
0: yeah, just stay away from Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. Um Cool. Well, I'm glad you got to jump into that a little bit. I want to be honest with you. I just, I, I hope one day I can go back to it. I bought it and
1: kind of. Visit. I hope you do. I think, I think if you can, if you can get through it, I think you really will come out liking it. I think the final act of that game does some great stuff. Um. Is there it, some nice uh, set
0: piece stuff like the beginning of the game?
1: There, there is actually yeah. one of the last set pieces for the last boss. Uh, I talked about on the GeckoCast with Eric as being like one of my favorite moments in a game this year, uh, because despite EA ruining this in a fucking Xbox ad, it has a really great uh, last act with like a, a surprising character appearance
3: and some cool shit goes down. Awesome. It, it also has some really cool scenes earlier than that to kind of keep you going through with like huge like uh these alien uh creatures the the birds yeah, like the birds and the, the bats and stuff like that thing that was basically a fucking dragon yeah <laughs> exactly um yeah and those okay. are those are handled well stuff to i there's stuff to keep coming
0: my my problem is that i'm very goal-oriented so i think once i can platinum death stranding i'll get my life back on track but i mm-hmm. do also <laughs> want to play uh the, this savage planet game that rich has been delving into that we're going to talk about next yeah. week and um I um I, I've i been getting a
1: little further in that and uh I mean we'll talk about that next week, like you said, but I am I'm starting to like that game even
0: more the more I good, get into that's it. That's good. Because you liked it more initially than some people I know did and I think it looks I, really cool. Like I love the the, the the
1: conversations we talked about actually I listened to those particular opinions and I I totally see where they were coming from. I think I was in the first hour of that game, I thought it was a totally different thing than what it ended up being. I like the thing. It ended up being more.
2: Hmm. Okay. Okay,
0: cool. And then of course, you know, Kentucky route zero and some other stuff we want to play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and if you're uh, following us on Instagram, thank you so much at sword at sword chomp on Instagram as Josh opens that bottle of alcohol. Oh yeah. Um, and of we... course you can go to the Twitter page, um, which is, you could pause the show right now or head on right on over to Twitter and search for sword chomp. Uh, Shay runs the Twitter page And, uh, so it's a lot more motivational, whereas like Instagram is mostly dick jokes. So, um, you get a little bit of both sides of the, I I was going to say both sides of the fence, but that analogy doesn't really work. One side of the
1: fence, you know, being inspirational and the other side being dick jokes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine being in one of those yards and looking at the other one side's inspirational and you look on the other side, it's just dicks. I just imagine like (laughs) ceramic
1: dicks arranged like garden gnomes. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey don't give me any ideas um, so a horny a lantern. Lantern. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, or again patreon.com slash sword now this is exciting because uh, a lot of our patrons are excited about this because I finally got around you know the last of us is one of those games that I hear about all the time and I always tell people I'm gonna get around to it I'm gonna get around to it well guess what I have no choice this year because it's coming out in a couple months and the time felt right and mm-hmm. funny you felt su- obligated I well, yes, and I was super excited about it because I love Naughty Dog, but also the Reverend, one of our patrons who sent me his old PS4 Pro, he actually had the game saved on there already. So I just downloaded it. I was All like, right. fuck yeah, I don't even have to buy it. So thank you, Rev. <laughs> um, actually got a lot of stuff that I've been kind of uh, absorbing. Um, and in between, and it's good to break up something like trying to platinum Death Stranding with The Last of Us because you know, I don't want to like do like a that good grime.
1: game, yeah.
0: Lori Kojima, forgive them. They know not what they say. Um. Uh, Last of Us, where to start? So that game starts on a fucking that that has to have one of the best openings I've ever seen in any game. Very cinematic oh, in yes. what it is. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I mean, full spoilers. You should know going into this. Like it's I, it's an old game. Your, your daughter dies in the first twenty minutes of the game. Um, It really sets up Joel's character well. Yeah, and not not only that, but, like, is it heartbreaking, but, like, the the fact that you play that whole sequence mostly from your perspective, like, even when you get in the car and you're, like, you are you feel like you're a kid in the car and your parents are driving in a crisis and you're just looking around, like, you have full camera movement and you're like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck's going on in this world? You know, you just, you're taking all the details of the world as it's, like, a moving train and you're just trying to catch glimpses of what's happening as quickly as you can.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is one of... That segment, where, like you said, where you're playing as Joel's daughter in the back of a car, is basically any other time you're in a moving vehicle and can look around, you're looking in the wrong spot. And in most games, that doesn't feel good. But in this one, it, it it works perfectly. Because like you're saying, it feels like there's stuff going on you can't really keep track of it. it like it feels overwhelming but in the suppo- way it it, would you get the impression as a child. yeah it's yeah. supposed to feel that way you're supposed to yes. be confused mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you're taking And it's just there's all these little details in that house like naughty dog does those things really well because when i was walking around the house I actually was kind of reminded of that the scene in uncharted 4 where you're walking around uh drake's home mm-hmm. and like how much i kind of like that stuff for some reason um
1: yeah there's something that feels um i don't know familiar about stuff like that and i think i think it evokes a certain emotion.
0: Yeah, like we can all relate to it. like that house felt very lived in, like some like a place we'd been to before mm-hmm. and and we were able to step in there for a moment. And usually I don't like it when a game kills off a main character in the first twenty minutes. It always feels like a little cheap to me. Um but I think they did a really good job of it, all things considered. You get that short scene on the couch where um You play Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that shocked me, really.
1: Uh that would, that would have been a yeah, that would have been some shit. You play a full game of Crash
0: Bash. no but yeah you just kind of see what he's like as a dad and they have a really good relationship but he's not like super like it's his birthday and she gives him a gift but he doesn't even like kiss her or anything they just kind of have this weird relationship between them because he's kind of like a a gruff dad he's not like a touchy-feely kind of a gruff
1: single dad Mm -hmm.
0: yeah which is more interesting to me than like a kratos kind of character but they're kind of the same kind of thing that they're going for in a way um ironically now that we're talking about it um but anyways that sequence man that opening sequence was almost too good because the next couple hours i was a little concerned um i wasn't not enjoying the game which by the way 70 percent of our audience voted it one of the greatest games of all time on the sword Chomp instagram page i was just like okay you're you you flash forward in time you meet this girl um i already forgot her name starts with the t and um tessa Trust. Yeah, and she's like, you're assumed to be like your friend or lover or what have you, and you guys are working together to get some uh, the guns, and you end up going to someone who's in the Fireflies, and you basically end up meeting up with this lady who asks you to take Ellie with you on a little journey. Uh, Ellie's the girl you see everywhere in The Last of Us stuff, who looks exactly like the girl from Juno. Ellen Page. Yeah, Ellen Page. Um, and... That whole couple, like for an hour and a half there, an hour or two, I was like, I didn't know if it was just dated or I wasn't a fan of the whole escorting stuff, but I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm, I'm not unenjoying it, but I'm not like, I don't feel riveted to what's happening. Um, I think as you're
1: weaned into the state of the world, it's a little bit slower.
3: Yeah. They, it slows down a lot after that like crazy, crazy intro uh, and they're trying to, just give you a ton of lore through background storytelling. So there's not as much going on to you as you're just noticing stuff in the world around you. You start some, some of it's happening to you, but there's just, there's a lot of stuff they have to familiarize you with. Like how do these zombies work? How, what's, what's the state of the world? And you you get an awful lot of walking around while lore happens around you. Sort of, sort of like a, like half-life type storytelling where, yes. where you will walk yeah, through like an area stuff, yeah. and stuff will be happening and you just you have to kind of pay attention to the world around yeah. you to learn it um which is done really well but it is especially coming off that intro it's a it's a lot slower so i i can see that kind of yeah
0: and you're getting yeah. used to the stealth and the shooting and like how did I so I'm curious to you guys without getting too far into spoilers like um just so you know where i'm at I just did that intense sequence where, it was actually incredible, where you um, get caught in your friend's trap and you get upside, you're like hanging upside down and you have to shoot all those, um, mm-hmm. uh, fuck, what do they even call them in this game? The clickers, the, um, clickers, yeah. Clickers and the infected, you shoot them while you're upside down and they're running yeah. at you and she, yeah, that sequence was just mm-hmm. like really incredible. But like, how did, how so how did it feel? I want to say this up front, people listening, that I don't judge older games um, that strictly from the, the reason I do the podcast and I love our medium is that I like to play stuff when it's new and fresh, because I feel like all art's sort of inspired by art and you're getting it at the top of its form. So if I go back and play a game that's seven years old, I'm not going to rip it apart. I just want to see what it's all about. You know, um, how did the gameplay feel the moment to moment gameplay feel back at the time for you guys? How do you remember that? um. I I remember it feeling
1: pretty great at the t- again I'm feeling so far removed from this. Um, like at the time, I remember it feeling novel. It wasn't the most sophisticated combat or anything. Like I mean, I remember not feeling particularly challenged by the clicker encounters or anything like that. Um, but it it was different at the time. I don't think there was really anything quite like it a- at that moment.
2: Yeah. Uh- okay.
3: Yeah, I I wasn't a, the biggest fan of it because it's still, it, it took a lot of elements from like the horror genre as far as like constantly looking around for crap to make equipment and stuff that got a little bit old to me just because it, it doesn't know whether it's an action game or like a, a horror game. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's writing the line in between there and i never reading really, it yeah yeah so it's it's like this action stealth horror sort of a game and uh it's it's fine but it wasn't my favorite um as far as you were
0: more there for the story i was more there for though. the
3: story um
0: that's the thing i hope that the the, the sequel is really vastly improved on um because you can tell they were trying things like you'll get those little quotes that pop up during loading screens that are like enemies react differently when they see you're holding a gun and stuff like that and you can see whenever you're sneaking around in stealth like the way your characters like hug the environment and react to things like at the time it feels like it was pretty advanced it feels like it yeah i will say now it does feel like a pretty standard just kind of sneak around shoot people strangle people yeah
1: no it definitely is a thing that again it's so much of it is in my brain me going novel at the time
0: yes yes and and there's value in that for sure like i i hope they push that to the max and i'm really like cuz look i've never been for whatever reason I don't find zombies or the infected thing that scary or terrifying. I nor do I, think I.
1: I just think we've been so oversaturated with that. It was by like even and I'll admit this going into like days gone or something like that. I was basically rolling my eyes at that game from day one, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> We're still doing this.
3: Yeah. Like the, the thing I actually enjoyed it in this one just because they went a different direction with the whole fungus thing. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're yeah. still essentially zombies, but the 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 designs were and the just science it's so different yeah yeah they're just they're just freaky looking and um,
1: yeah like you said the fun the whole idea of it being this fungus that infects the brain mm-hmm. is like informed in the character yeah. design where you see like these plumes of fungi coming out of their head and stuff yeah that, the well, idea of that it is and then the the threat
3: creepy. of breathing them in is mm-hmm. is yes. cool I I like I like that as 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 a more <sighs>
2: It feels physical more manifestation
3: of like it feels it feels like it's just in a, in a lot of the other games where it's like oh it's an infection or whatever it's essentially the same way you deal with it but this seeing that sort of thing take over someone's brain and start growing out of their head and stuff yeah just makes it, it real in a really uh, mm-hmm. just kind of visceral way that some some it's, of the others are just oh it's just a zombie. Um, it's
0: it's not as amazing now after playing a lot of weird stuff like Resident Evil and the Resident Evil remake I'm going to be honest with you but I agree with you the premise and they do a good job with the story cuz like you learn those little bits about Ellie where she doesn't have to wear the mask and she's mm-hmm. has that weird immunity or whatever and like there's there's that first sequence where you go underground it's a couple hours into the game and I remember it very star- starkly because <coughs> I, remember, I remember starkly because um I remember thinking if I was playing this at the time, it would have been, like, incredibly haunting instead of somewhat haunting. And that was, like, you go under this, like, subway tunnel, and it's flooded, and it's green everywhere. And, like, you can just see, like, shadows of things with just light coming in. Like It's just, like, these dark shadows of, like, Mm half-sunken subway carts and you're, like, um, trains, and you're, like, floating beneath them and stuff. And, like, there was, like, this artistic um, prowess to that scene that I was like, man – this is cool. Now I bet this was insane. Like yeah. seven years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, at the time, totally. The,
3: the 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 location design is some of the strongest stuff. Like just the way they. A lot of other games do the whole, you know, post-apocalyptic world being just gray and whatnot, but the way they show just nature reclaiming everything in this game is just gorgeous. Like some of the. Oh yeah. Some, like yeah. the just just walking through those cities and like the mm-hmm. you know abandoned subway tunnels and stuff like that is so so cool like I I love the world of this game and I think it lends itself
1: well to like like you said showing how everything's been reclaimed it gives you a nice contrast with setting up Joel's character with okay here's where Joel was at the night everything went to shit and then immediately jumping you to okay it's been years now we're looking at an older Joel who's sort of adjusted to what the world has become Mm -hmm. and you kind of get the impression of you saw this gruff, older, you know, father and his life obviously changed forever, but he's like, he's a survivor and he, he's still getting by after all of this time, after all of this bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. having
3: the whole world change is a a great way to get that time difference across with, and, and again, just not have it just be burnt out desert looking stuff that yeah. I'm, just, I'm just tired yeah. of looking at at this point. So, well, it. There's at a lot of greenery, like, like you like said, that. which
1: is better to look at.
0: Yeah. At first it's a little bit like that, but it does, like, after I got out of that, that tunnel, it was like walking into this, like, beautiful street. Like like you said, nature had overtaken the whole, like, fucking city street and all the cars and the buildings. and it... And the weird thing about playing games like this that blows my mind is, like, seeing something that you can tell was amazing at the time, but you can still tell it's kind of old now. It's the weirdest thing, like... It's, it's very obvious it's a PS3. I don't want to have this conversation. You know, you know, <laughs> we're going to do this all over again. No, it's very obvious it's a PS3 game, but it's yeah. also very obvious that it was like the best-looking PS3 game ever by a million miles, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was the, at the tail end of the PS3. It was, yeah. yeah. And I bet, I'm glad I'm playing the remaster because I bet it smoothed out a lot of those little things that would have probably... Um, irritated me um in the ps3 version and to continue the
1: trend with the last of us two's release cycle i'm sure we'll get uh the last of us 3 a few <laughs> months before the <laughs> ps6 comes out yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah
0: I'm not even kidding you guys. Like I've been playing a lot of uh, kind of going off of the games we played last year, Death Stranding, and then going into this game. The facial animations in the cutscenes in this game are literally almost better than things I've been playing this year. Still, I'm not yeah. even exaggerating. Like they worked really hard on that
3: insane. that tech in this it's, game. It's oh, excellent, excellent.
0: It's it's still ex. It's
3: still when really, it, really... when
1: that stuff is done well, it holds up. Like no ifs or buts about it. Yeah, it's, and it's, like it's, clearly it's... the work went in.
3: Yeah, no, this is probably the best acted game ever still. Like, it's yeah. just, well, oh my goodness, the the connection you get to these characters because they are acted as well as they are, written as well as they are, is still amazing. Yes, it still it's basically perfect, hasn't been done yeah. better.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the weird, like, even coming off of Death Stranding, where like, someone like Kojima's known for his motion capture, you still have moments where you look at Norman Reedus or some of those characters in the, and you're like, oh, that engine looks good, but kind of a little weird, like, their face looks a little weird, mm. you know? Like, mm. I haven't had any of those moments in the cutscenes in this game at all, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Considering how old this fucking game is. But, like, I've been, just been trying to embrace, like, the hyper-realism of it. Like, trying to use stealth, only using combat when I need to. I'm trying to embrace the idea of, like, this very simple combat system, but, like, getting down to the gritty nature of it. I'm going to be honest with you, it does feel dated from a gameplay perspective. Yeah, I think it it,
1: it should. And, and, I like, thinking about what that it combat system been. was, I I knew it would, like, on its face. It's It's not a combat system that's going to age particularly well. But I feel like yeah. the game
0: has so much more going for it than that combat. It does. It does. It's sort of weird. It Reminds me of like if they had taken like Dead Eye out of Red Dead or something, which is like the reason I like the Red Dead combat. Like if you took away like the the Dead it'd be a pretty pretty mediocre shooter, right? You would just take cover and then shoot. Because people. how else would you shoot someone in the dick? That's true. It's, well, I'm pretty good at shooting people in the dick, but I wouldn't be able to go and then just pop to back so, over and over. Yep. Play Sniper um,
1: Elite Four. I just shoot Hitler I, in the dick.
0: <laughs> I was telling the, uh, the guys was whenever I was reading all the previews for Last of Us Two, if they can blow the realism out, you can still keep it super simple. But there's all these little touches to how enemies respond or what yeah. what you're like. I'd like it to be able to go into a situation and be like, man, this could unfold thirty thousand different ways depending on how I
3: approach it. Yeah, um, I think part of the issue with the first one was. Because it is kind of straddling that action horror line, some of the enemies are meant to feel extremely strong and overpowering. Yeah. But none of them, and and they are, but none of them feel like you can't kill them, which is not a good thing. Like it it almost feels Mm -hmm. like you'll get in these fights that go on for too long because something is just really strong, but it, it doesn't feel out of your league ever and that's not yeah it's so you end up getting in like these why they where, they like they i, I, I nothing ever I was feels supposed to run away from this
0: truly dangerous yeah
3: um yeah
0: like there was definitely a guy or t- a couple carriers i shot from like three feet away with a rifle and i'm just like and they got back up and i'm like Eah. yeah okay okay it's a video game i'm not gonna be we'll, too hyper we'll be fine yeah <laughs> Um, it's definitely improvement over, like, Uncharted combat and stuff like that, for sure. But I think they knew they had to, which is interesting. Like, they mm-hmm. realized they didn't want to squander this artistic achievement with, like, some throwaway... It,
1: this game shouldn't... The combat shouldn't feel like Uncharted, because Uncharted is this blazingly, like, you're an Indiana yeah. Jones type blowing Action, through people. Yeah. Like, the, the combat needs to feel weightier, which I think it does. Yeah. Like yeah. I just
0: I just wish it had, like, one more wrinkle to it. Like, just one more wrinkle... I don't know what that wrinkle is. I know that's bad analysis. Maybe the Last of Us was... Two
3: will figure out that wrinkle I, for I you. I think it needed to be more of a horror game. I I, I think that's it because it was almost okay. More there. less emphasis on combat. Yeah, less emphasis on combat. More emphasis more, on like the more sneaking. Resident Evil in its yeah. combat. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't even know if that's exactly it because at this point Ellie is supposed to be more strong. Like maybe take it in that direction then. But like it's. The first one is kind of straddling the line, and it doesn't really fully commit to either, and so you end up ending up with a combat that just feels like it's kind of in a no man's land. There, mm-hmm. so yeah, feels uh, like a half it's, step. It's good, it's well done, but it it's kind of it kind of has an identity crisis yeah. going on. Totally. No man's
0: land coincidentally is a sequel, No Man's Sky, um, maybe a prequel. But yeah, I honestly so far I am. I am loving this every second of the story because it's not – even if I don't find the creatures that, uh, that creepy, it's this the, – the, what's creepy about it is how people react to you in that world. Like what kills your daughter is not an infected. It is someone in yeah. the world, and that's the more terrifying part of these stories usually, right? Like this is nothing new, but in, what makes those sort of stories like The Walking Dead interesting usually when they work is that it's how the people are responding to the
3: crisis as opposed to yeah. always the crisis. Well, exactly. Like in this one, humanity has survived pretty damn well. Like yeah, society has fallen apart, but there's still a government. There's still people in charge of all this stuff. They're fascists, just, just like real life. But, uh.
0: So like, it's not that different than now. We yeah, have a coronavirus, they, they all fascists are in charge. But... <laughs> dude, that's when I put that post up. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, that day Kobe Bryant's daughter died. So I'm thinking about like my kids and then I start that game and his daughter dies and then there's this virus taking over. That's what inspired me to put that post up. I'm like, this shit was like hitting me a little bit too uh, too yeah. on the nose. Well, um, yeah,
3: it's like, but that's the thing though. Like the biggest, you know, complaint about all these you know, all the zombie fiction is, oh well, we just kill him. we just shoot him in the head. We we know how to take care of this. This game, the story is, well, they uh, they did that, they did that to somebody who was completely fine and ended up killing your daughter, like showing how maybe being a bunch of fascists isn't a great idea. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the that's story in this theory. game is amazing, yeah. and and yes, the way so far. Yeah. yeah. Great.
0: And I love Ellie. Like she just had this line about this guy's fat ass as he walked off, and it actually made me chuckle out mm. loud. I was like, "That's great." That's great. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm definitely the story is it's what's pulling me along. The gameplay definitely feels like a little bit of work at this point, but I'm enjoying it for sure. I get it. I can mm. totally see why people and
1: that that gameplay wasn't perfect at the time. It's it's only going to feel worse in 2020.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just really basic that's what i would say for mm. me just really basic um but i'm still as a whole the set pieces the art is incredible and i'm really enjoying that's why i think if shay got any enjoyment out of days gone i don't see how this can't be his favorite game ever i just don't get it i don't see how this cannot be his dream game come true right um days gone so- is a very different game <laughs> well i know but i'm just saying like yeah. knowing his love for zombies and like naughty dog and these style of games i'm just I'm curious
3: to see if he's yeah. not. No, I think you'd like it. These are, I mean, I mentioned this before, but these are some of my favorite zombies ever, just because of, uh, just the physicality the to the way the infection yeah. works with the whole. And it's it's, it's, it's so, so
1: non atypical of like a, a normal zombie idea, and it, it, it like the idea of what they are actually was one of the few times I didn't strictly give myself the whole like don't bullshit me. Let's not pretend like we wouldn't call these things fucking zombies. <laughs>
3: Yeah. 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 The, yeah, yeah, because the, the, yeah. Because they feel distinct th- like the, yes, with the whole, they're extremely aggressive, but they have a different set of abilities than you're just strictly used to from, Oh, I know how zombies work. Like it's, it's something you have to kind of learn how they work and, th- and that, and that it pays off wonderfully. And the
0: exciting thing is they've had years and years to be more creative with the lore and the ideas and what they can do with that sort of a story. So I'm really curious. I'm curious to see what they're going to do mm-hmm. with the sequel. Um, I mean, because, look, I, I we're giving them a lot of credit for not making them lame-ass zombies, but I feel like that's a, a low bar that people should not make lame-ass zombies, right? Well, but, but zombies they do it have all been the zombies time.
3: for the last 80 years, and somehow yeah, nobody else thought to do it.
0: So. It's just not, but again, I don't absorb yeah. that entertainment personally, so I'm not going to sit here. and. Well,
1: like I said, my main thing being is like Days Gone, For I think they call the zombies in Days Gone Freakers, and every time somebody sees like, yeah, some freakers over there, I'm like, shut up with that crap. It's a, just call it a zombie. Like, let's not pretend we would for a minute call it anything else. Yeah.
0: I was, let's see if I can get Shay back in here. Are you ready? I'm waving him. Oh, come on, Shay. Here, we're giving him the handsome
2: over two,
1: the webcam. Everybody dance.
0: <laughs> Wait for, here he comes. Here he goes. Oh, there,
2: there he is.
1: Goes. Hey, Macarena.
3: It's done. <laughs> the spoilers have. The summoning added. ritual is complete. Um, that was, the the, that was probably them. the best
4: thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fucking amazing to just like look up and see three dudes dancing, waiting for me. You can't get much better than that. All all of them dancing, none of them doing the same dance. Mm-hmm. That's, that's <laughs> why Do yeah, we amazing, have any too.
2: chance
0: at all of uh, of voting The Last of Us ahead of uh, uh, Star Wars in your playthrough, Shay? Or are you are you hell back? Oh, are we, on we still Wars? on that?
4: Oh, as, what do you mean? Like, like putting Last of Us as a Chomping After Dark episode? Oh, we already had that scheduled. I was just, yeah,
0: you're right. No, you just said you were going to, I was just excited to talk to you about it, but I I realized that we have scheduled, by the way, for our $10 patrons, a special spoiler episode of Chomping After Dark, which you can sign up for on our Patreon page. And then we're going to break down, uh, Last of Us, what did we schedule that for? It was like a month from now or something.
4: Wow, yes, like so I think it is because I, I do want to try and read what replay we're going to be doing next is <laughs> Fire Emblem, and then theoretically, if we can all see it, we will be doing a spoiler episode on the movie Cats, and then we will be doing Star Wars, and then we will be doing The Last of Us at the beginning of March.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Um, so let's get to some polls and wrap up the show here. We've got some fun stuff and some serious stuff. Let's get the silly stuff out of the way first. Um this is, well, No, this is fucking important, all right? I asked our audience a very important question. Eggs and fucking bacon or eggs and fucking sausage, all right? Yeah, this shit both, matters.
3: But... No, It, it seems like the eggs are unimportant to this question.
0: What? I don't know, Josh. Are they?
3: No, I think bacon wins in both. Yeah, no, bacon is. It, it, it wins both contests, but possibly it wins Harder if eggs are involved because they've already got enough extra, you know, fattiness to them. You don't need the uh, you don't need the sausages
4: to. It it makes bacon win even stronger. It depends on the sausage and how the bacon is prepared. Really, I mean, if the bacon is nice and crispy, but not like too crispy, then it's gonna win no matter what. Every and, time. And, and
1: l- let me tell you this, and this is gonna sound disgusting and slovenly um on a night of some terrible terrible drinking
4: jesus hard, fuck that's disgusting it's i can't hear hard. any more. so every friday i cannot listen so to so any ever, more of this
1: so every friday when this show ends um <laughs> i will get disgustingly <laughs> drunk and uh when i wake up in the morning i will walk because i'm still technically drunk to the deli uh and i will get an egg sandwich and this sandwich contains two eggs bacon uh sausage a chicken cutlet and hot sauce
3: yeah no that's that's breakfast yeah okay sounds so good yeah this is normal that sounds really good yeah what's what sounds no. slovenly no that's that? it like anything other than the there's so monster much meat biscuits for the morning <laughs> so no, you know bacon uh-huh. eggs uh sausage and uh usually cheese or ham it. there's cheese involved, of course, yeah. obviously. I didn't
1: mention that, but she, I feel like that goes without saying. I don't know mm-hmm.
0: if this is cheating the question, but my the reason I brought it up is because my wife makes me like a scramble where she like dumps bacon bits in like eggs and cheese and kind of scrambles it up together. Okay. And, oh, it's so good. I can't, I can't even go back to eggs and sausage. You now. know what, That's you what, you what I, I've
1: fried up and uh, thrown in an omelet before it was great? I fried up a kielbasa. Oh, Dice yeah. that bad boy up, put that in an omelet.
3: Oh yeah! No, no, no! You get wow. if you're gonna do sausage, you go ahead and uh, and cut it you up, use some and cook it together like with the adult. onions and the green peppers, and mm. you fry all that up, and then then you add your eggs. But uh, yeah, the sausage needs a little extra help to to make it worthwhile. Although, I'm
0: not going to lie, sometimes people make sausage that's just like a black hockey puck, and I kind of love it. Have you ever had like a hockey puck of sausage that's just charred through? Oh, see, I'm like, not a I'm not a fan of the uh, the sausage patty
3: situation. Yeah, no. Oh, you're
1: not? We're okay. going with a link, man. What, oh, what do you think this is? No,
3: patties are not for sausage. If you want a patty of something, you need to have uh, liver pudding at that point. See the links I like, but there's just something that's a
0: little too sausagey about them. Where the patties—do you not want your sausage to be sausagey? Eh, it's a little. It's just a little. Sounds, sa- it's it like, sounds it's like, like, like you don't want to be eating sausage. It's a little gamey for my taste. I like the I like the patties, but I like them charred. Um,
4: he likes he likes it overly processed and yeah. No, he wants. He really he wants he
3: wants an overcooked hamburger that someone was thinking about si- spices when they made. you lo-
1: you're like the guy fucking talking to me about cod. Like, ah, it's just a little too fishy for me, and I'm like, it's a fucking fish.
3: And it's cod.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, the Morgan, how do you like fish, the fish by fishes. the way? Yeah,
0: I hate it. Um, <laughs> I don't eat fish. Um, but we don't have time for that. So, sixty-one percent of our audience said eggs and bacon
3: is the choice.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: right. Goddamn right. Also, I'm gonna go so- to IHOP tomorrow. Semi, semi, man, now I'm hungry. Semi comical, but semi serious. Who is the baddest motherfucker? And it was Doomguy versus Master Chief, and I was fucking blown away by these results, and I, I'm still stunned. Doomguy won with 65% of, of he the did. votes. Now we're gonna have to hash it out. All right, what do you mean, of course you did, Rich? Let's hear I don't it. think Wait. those characters are comparable.
1: Chief cares about things and has values, and therefore is not. N- like can't compare in badassness to Doom Guy, who doesn't have shit f- t- shit time for your exposition because he has to take the super shotgun and shove it up a demon's fucking butthole.
4: Okay, it's, it's I mean it is a, it is a fu- Doom Guy. It is a fucking butthole if a shotgun is getting rammed up it. I will tell you that. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, he's gonna tear him
1: a new <laughs> asshole. He doesn't need one. He's he's making it wherever that super shotgun goes. Double
4: barrel shotgun. I'm on board for that. And
0: Shay called it in college. Um. What do you got, Shay?
4: Uh, for sure, it's Doom Guy. Like I don't, wow. I don't need this. I don't need this melodrama from Master Chief. We all know Getting what we're the there for. it
0: back there, bomb.
4: Come on, Josh, back
0: me up. You are we with Master Chief? I really
3: year? think they both pretty much suck, but Doom Guy still.
0: <laughs> Is this like a joke? Is this every week? I feel like I'm living in some sort of joke where I'm the only one. I just don't think, think the characters are even that comparable.
3: I don't think I mean, it's no, a it joke. I don't think I don't that, think either that, that you're living a joke. I think joke? you're being yeah, very generous a-
1: calling
4: them characters.
1: They're guns you point I, at a plot. I yes. don't think that like, <laughs> no, the it.
4: world they're around guns, you, you is plot. the joke, than I think it's you and are. your life is the joke. The reality you live in is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and you're failing to, is a joke. You, you've, you've failed to realize that until just now. With the absence of fish, you're finally realizing... What world you truly have put yourself in?
0: <laughs> my my world is one giant jape. The world Look, is, my, is a vampire. <laughs> my 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 counter argument for you, Rich, would be, Doom guy is just a little too, like you he's, know, he's he'll, too like badass said, he's,
3: to be really badass.
0: Doesn't follow the. Are you guys familiar with Master? You read the Halo books. You know I about feel like Master you were gonna <laughs> say.
1: I feel like you were gonna say doesn't follow the rules, and I'm like, yeah, you know, badass is real sticklers for the rules. No,
0: what I'm saying is, I think his arrogance would be <laughs> I, his downfall. We do in know the Duke fight.
4: Nukem was like, oh, the rules, hell yeah. Is that's what the is, whole Duke <laughs> Nukem series was about, right? Is, 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 <laughs> bathed in rules. I don't. I'm here to do. chew bubblegum and follow the rules, and I'm all think, out of bubblegum because i had to share
3: with the class
1: i don't think doom guy's arrogant are the rules. he just doesn't have time for your shit
0: well but uh how about this rich you're a halo nerd i know you read the books yeah. don't you know about master Chief's training what do we know about doom guy's training um we don't need to know anything his work speaks for itself
1: and a w- Master Chief's doesn't. Does he, anyone he pray doesn't... to Master Chief in his stone sarcophagus? I'm sorry, Rich. I do. I'm sorry, Rich. Uh, I
4: need to see the qualifications of the Doom guy in order to be able to know if he can handle the BFG and or kill demons in a timely and efficient manner. So listen, I need to I've, see some qualifications. I've heard.
3: I've heard talk. I got of... your paperwork right here, bud.
4: <laughs> That's exactly what Doom
1: guy would do. Yeah. I've, I. Uh... I've heard talk of the uh, Doom Eternal demo and some of the stuff it is shown off and I think Doomguy continues his reign of not giving a fuck badassness uh, one of my favorite examples I heard is apparently at some point in Doom Eternal you meet a character who is the same classification of warrior as the Doomguy and he starts trying to explain some exposition stuff to him and Doomguy just starts to walk away <laughs>
0: So there's another, well, what? Okay, that sounds interesting. Um, We're going to learn this, in
1: Doom Eternal about the Sentinels, I believe is what they're called, and that's what Doom Guy is. Mm. I,
0: I will say this, Doom is on kind of a, this, this pulled me as sort of like a fun way of like gauging interest because I think Doom is on an incline while Halo is on a decline right now too, which is interesting because Doom is really hot and Halo Infinite
1: people- decline are like, eh. that, that started in like 2014. Yeah. Doom
4: yes. never, yeah. Doom never <laughs> really declined, declined that, either. Started honest, with the 360. With let's, let's be honest.
0: Doom. Well, I, I, mm. Doom three people don't like, but I think that's a little. I think we it's don't... fine. It's
1: I, I didn't really care for Doom three. Like t- Doom 2016 we, is the yeah. first time Doom mattered in a long time to me, and
0: it's so yeah, good. Doom, yeah, it didn't really go downhill, but it's been stagnant or like dormant,
4: you could say, for a while. Yeah. Th- I could I could agree with that, but like... D-
1: dormant is probably the better way to put it. Like Doom 3 like, is nothing to write about. It didn't crash and about.
4: burn itself. It just, it just stayed in it just dormancy. Yeah, it just disappeared. Yeah. But like, Halo has not. And it's just fucking... It's just burning itself down with each... each it put each out each two games world.
0: that I think are not great.
4: Yeah, let's
0: at the end of this year we should definitely look compare like okay which was the most magical experience Halo Infinite or Doom Eternal because I don't right expect
3: now. either of those experiences to be magical in the slightest
1: I'm so really? excited for Doom Eternal okay.
3: it might be okay Doom but there's oh, literally I- nothing about that experience that would even re- remotely qualify as magical.
1: I don't know if magical is
3: the word I'd use either, but Doom 2016 was like my
4: favorite game that year. I loved that game so fucking much. It was good. Um, Excuse me, Uncharted 4 was the best game of 2016.
0: Uh, No Man's Sky! But Doom Uh, was very high up there. (laughs) I'm the only guy saying no. Final Fantasy XV? Doom
1: 2016 was my favorite 3D action-adventure
0: game. (laughs) 3D (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're one of those people. No, it's it's a great game. If I had time, I'd like to platinum it before uh, Doom Eternal comes out.
3: Um,
0: I play it on anyways, PC because Doom. Oh yeah. I found out you don't have to play it on the hard. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, now let's get to the more somber stuff. Congratulations! Now that he realized he can
3: platinum it without being good. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, you have to be kind of good, but not, like,
1: good. You should know Um, I own two copies of Doom uh, because I bought it on PC, you know, as it deserved. And uh, then on Amazon one day, the limited edition of the PS4 one was on sale for $20, and I bought it so I could get the statue.
0: (gasps) Wait, you got a
3: statue for $20? 20 Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Shut
0: up. There's no way. $20,
4: you got a statue? Yeah, I did
1: a similar thing with the uh, special edition of Hitman uh like amazon flash sales when they were trying to unload what they had left and i already owned yep. the game but i bought the special edition just to get the statue <laughs>
3: yeah no i where's bought... the statue you should go grab i'll it. go Where grab the it? doom where's... one yeah grab that i bought the uh i bought the special edition switch breath of the wild box Oh, I remember E-Buy. that. Yeah, just because you it's, the Because for whatever fucking reason, Nintendo decided, oh, no one's going to want to buy the Breath of the Wild soundtrack, <laughs> and it's the only way to get the soundtrack, so.
0: Oh, man, that's smart, Josh. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's, how much jizz is on this thing, Rich, oh, it's, right now? It's okay. covered
1: in it, but this is uh, the old girl here. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: it's one of those things. What are they called? Uh, Reavers, I believe. So they didn't even make a statue of Doom Guy in his own game. That's a real strong case no, you for gotta, him.
1: got a nice Doom, uh, demon <laughs> statue. Mm-hmm. Doomguy doesn't stand still long enough to be, you know, for us to mop, uh, <laughs> just, mold, a 3D statue of him. <laughs> well, no, I don't unless somebody have a he statue. He was pretty still for a long time. To do. And I don't think, uh, he's standing on top of one of the, the Hellion vents. Uh, oh, yeah. I definitely don't have batteries in this now, but you can flip it on and like a red glow
3: comes up and the fan actually spins. That's pretty cool.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I want to get into some of those. Like with my favorite games, I want to get some of the collector's editions. Uh, but The Dark uh, Road. The God of mm. War 1
1: is probably one of my favorite ones, though, and I did pay full price for this.
0: Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool, though, for people that like that game. <laughs> people that are into that stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> I
1: mean, it's not like, you know, some people might buy like some stupid little baby in a canister and
0: spend like $400 <laughs> on it. Hmm a canister uh it's a jar thank you um all right you know what a jar is you know what a
3: canister is
1: no
0: i prefer jar it's It's, you know what a baby is to be fair it's neither a (laughs) jar nor a canister i do know what a baby is but where do they come from it's a bb um so now to get to the somber ending here that i teased the beginning of the show um so, yeah, there was a—me and Shay in particular being big NBA fans, and I don't know where you stand on this, Rich, but even people I don't know that follow sports were messaging me, like, about, you know, when Kobe Bryant passed in the—God, heli- um, I can't say this. Kobe Bryant passed in the helicopter crash, um, tragically, with his daughter and several other people, um, including the pilot. It was a horrific crash. And you can't go anywhere right now without seeing that on the news. People are still grieving. It was just uh, horrific. Um, My wife doesn't even follow sports, and she was telling me that she had so much anxiety she couldn't sleep that night because when something awful like this happens to someone that, you know, that much in the spotlight, you can't help but think about any one of us could go at any moment. So um, it kind of hits everyone in that way. And uh, that weird night when I started the last of us as well, inspired a lot that was going on. And, um, it just, when I was looking up those Cormac McCarthy quotes, I was thinking a lot about, you know, death in general, it's been kind of a weird week for me in that way, Uh, not to be kind of sad and (laughs) depressing about it. Um, and again, you know, my heart goes out to everyone who died in that crash. Um, as well, because I saw the pictures of people that you probably never heard of and their families. And it was just like heartbreaking to see real people. And like, those people are gone. They're dead. You know, I was working out at the gym and they were showing Kobe Bryant's last game, um, up on the televisions. And it was just weird seeing these people that I know no longer exist anymore. And that was the part of the quote that, that hit me the most where it says, death is what the living carry with them. Because once you're dead, you're dead, but everyone else that's still alive is carrying that with us. And, it's just been kind of a somber week, I think. Um, totally. In general,
3: at least here yep. in the states. It was crazy that, yeah, he died the same week as democracy. But you know.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, Odd. that was the cover. That was the cover up.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: I didn't get that joke. I I, but, um, I I think
1: personally for me it's like I'm not a, I'm not a huge NBA guy uh, or anything, but it, like it's it, the saddest part being is like obviously like it's tragic, you know. But, like you said the other like you know his 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 daughter, like just a kid, his daughter's friend, and their family were on board it's it's fucking it's
2: heartbreaking mhm-
3: yeah and it, like it's it's not like again, this doesn't happen all the time, just mm. from whatever, but you just you don't expect it to to happen to somebody that big like for it to just you know it's, it's it's essentially the same sort of feeling that we all got when princess die died like oh no that, this doesn't happen to important people and then mm. you realize no it, it happens to anybody that's the point yeah yeah they're too there's nothing they're too protecting safe, yeah. you from you know
1: yeah we're all just uh, something happening of one freak thing away from uh from being gone well, it's scary mm-hmm.
3: that that's
0: the thing I'll say. I know Shay's waiting patiently to say a lot because he, uh, he only wants to say his piece here, and I appreciate that. I'll just get this off my chest, and then I will give you the floor, my friend. Shea's a big NBA fan. We've been talking about this a little bit during the week, and he was like, I'm going to save my thoughts for the podcast. But I, what you were saying, Rich, I was thinking a lot about that when uh, I broke my leg because it wasn't that big of a deal. I broke my leg, right? People break their leg all the time. But it was like... Happened out of nowhere, and it was a freak accident where mm-hmm. I was on a swing with my daughter, doing nothing, and my leg snapped, and my life was drastically altered. And from what all accounts I've gathered, this in this helicopter situation, it was just more than likely a freak accident. And we, there's no way to see these things coming, you know. Like like the one quote I also read at the beginning of the show: like every day that we put one foot in front of the other, basically exist, we are submitting ourselves to fate. Um, Because there are things that will be beyond our control. And as someone who has daughters as well, like, that was the thing that hit me the most, seeing the kids, seeing the little girl, seeing him. Everyone can relate to that sort of stuff. It's not just about, oh, a famous person died. People die every day. It's that when someone that big dies, like Josh saying, it strikes you on a profound level. because It feels like the whole
1: world stops for a second.
0: Yes. And those people feel invincible. Like, you don't want to say you take life for granted, but... You feel like those people are invincible in some ways, and it's
1: just—it's it, it, as someone on the outside looking at it. It's whether you fully, truly think that somewhere in your head. It's always this person is bigger than me, and now they're just gone in the blink of an eye.
2: Hmm. Agreed.
4: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak now. <laughs> I wanted to let you guys get your thoughts in. So first off, before I. Say anything I want to uh give my condolences to uh Vanessa Bryant and her three children the Bryant family you know uh, they lost a daughter a husband a father a son you know like so they lost someone there they uh to Gianna as well to the Altabelli family the Mauser family um and then the pilot <coughs> excuse me as well um the zoe I can not pronounce this name the Zobion, maybe uh family uh there were nine people in that crash who lost their lives. They were all headed to a uh basketball tournament and um yeah, it's first off, i wanted to you know pass my condolences there uh to those families uh the the big i think the biggest there there are a few things to take away from this um if you i guess if you can do that is it was so surprising for the world because like these guys mentioned, he was such an iconic basketball player. You know, he's, he's brought up consistently in conversations of being in the top 10 of all time. Some people consider him the goat or the greatest of all time. So obviously he had a ton of profound impact there um, within the basketball realm. But I think as his career was ending, it started to evolve beyond that um you look at kobe bryant as a player and he was a very uh mercurial player but it expanded upon that as he um he you know he started branching out and becoming more than just a basketball player or a retired nba player he was writing children's books he was coaching His daughter's basketball team he was he started something called the mamba academy to teach other people the knowledge that he had accrued over the years um there are reports of people saying he was one of the most curious and inquisitive people they've ever met he was constantly in the pursuit of knowledge and when you think about all the things that he was doing you know he had a tv show that was breaking down aspects of the game which helped other people understand the game even better he was a person who was expanding upon the quote-unquote sports star and i think that shows that um you know he had a ton of reach he was a businessman as well He, he had a lot of things that he did and he had his hands in a lot of different um places and it it shows in the level of impact that uh this tragedy has has had on people you know and it's it's difficult for me to fathom that that many people were impacted and you know when i was when i've been thinking about it this past week you know i didn't like kobe bryant as a player and um I just didn't. I thought, uh, you know, I, I didn't enjoy watching him play basketball. And some of his off-court antics that he dealt with in his past also kind of lent itself to my narrative that he wasn't a a person that I enjoyed. And after he retired from basketball and, you know, started doing other things, did I start having an appreciation for who this person was? and? It's, it's perplexing because obviously so many of us never knew this person. I never knew this person, but to find myself so deeply impacted was just, just peculiar to me. I, I couldn't, I could like, some of it was selfish, you know, it, like, like you guys have said, it reminds us of our own mortality. It reminds us that, you know, we have people in our lives that you know could be gone in the blink of an eye you know reading reading and listening to some of the reports of some of the last conversations that people had with this man um mm-hmm. were just super super profound and impactful you know like he one of the last conversations he had with um Shaquille O'Neal's son were just words of encouragement and then some other people talking about like i wish i you know I had other things that I had said to him. If I had known that was going to be my last conversation, and it really makes you think about your your own life and it. And then, you know what? Maybe that's selfish. And sometimes that's the only way we can reconcile these things is to analyze it internally. And I think the the biggest tragedy, I mean, other other than nine people losing their lives, um is the, the young children who were on that helicopter flight, because there was more than one. It wasn't just Gianna. But um, the, the young children whose lives were cut short, you know? Um, people talked about Gianna continuing Kobe's legacy. And yes, that is a sad thing. But I think it goes beyond that, you know? It's like these children, they were just going to their next basketball game, and they they didn't get to experience so many things in their life and now they'll never get to
2: you know and it's it's a really depressing thought and the, the
4: the last thing i want to say about this i suppose because i honestly i haven't had i haven't really gotten to reflect on this with anyone i haven't really gotten to talk about this with anyone um i guess i guess the last few things i want i do want to say is that for me it's making me want to reconnect with some people in my life it's making me want to just let petty shit go in my life um it's making me want to make sure that each time I talk to people I care about or the time that I spend with these people that I'm making sure I'm actively a part of it um because you never know when those people in your life will go and um yeah I just yeah it's 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 just been a really really weird week thinking about not getting to see people who it feels like their lives were just starting it feels like you know these two children their lives were just starting for Kobe bryant his career and being a family man after being an n b a star was just starting um yeah it's just i
0: it's it's yeah well you're saying about it being peculiar i think is a good way of putting it because it is peculiar like and I was thinking about all the times you like turn on the news and you see you we hear about death everywhere right like but it's always just numbers it's 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 hard for us to really place a face with uh something that feels very personal and it's 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 weird it's really weird and I agree with you like it's the whole thing is just that those little kids their lives were cut off in an instant those human beings those lives are are done and I don't even know what that would be like I think about that sometimes like is it just like you it's like just closing your eyes to go to sleep and you just that blackness that you feel whenever you're sleeping, or you don't really remember anything except you. Sometimes, if you're dreaming, except a permanence of it, you know. Like, the idea of death is just—it's just so awful. Like, I don't want my kids to have to go on without me, and it. Like Kobe Bryant's family in particular has to go on without him. The the, the I don't. I wouldn't members. say in particular.
4: <laughs> I mean, other
0: families um, are affected. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to get too cut up on the little words here and there. I, it's just it's it's a lot to, it's just a lot to take in. But process, I don't know him sure. personally. Like I remember the most personally I was ever impacted by someone in the in the spotlight dying was probably when Chester Bennington died of Linkin Park. I remember that. I had never cried when a famous person died, <laughs> um, but music is such a personal thing. Growing up, you know, that I remember actually crying a little bit, and I was like, "This is weird. I've never met this person. I don't know them." You know. But they had such an impact on me through the art that they created. And it's just strange. It's a, it's a, it's a weird thing to wrap your head around.
4: Yeah. I, I, think, I think one of my least favorite things um, about – it's going to sound so weird, but stay with me. One of my least favorite things about when a celebrity dies is when people either A, try and compare it to other people dying – And being like, well, why don't these other lives matter? I don't like that. And also when people... It's a false equivalency. It is a very big false equivalency. And I also think that it's in poor taste when someone um, says, you know, well, you never knew this person. Why does it matter? Or why should it matter? Because, um, you know, for me, when Robin Williams died, um, that was the first major, major one where I cried, you know, because like Robin Williams, like he was my favorite, one of my favorite actors of all time, definitely in my top two, top three. And um, a lot of his movies and his entertainment is what got me through as a child coming into an adult and um, losing someone in my mind that was that iconic was like losing a part of myself. It was like losing a part of my my personality. And so I, when people like, even to this day when people like, crack their jokes and stuff about it like i i take it with a grain of salt but like it it still it it still hits me somewhere like to think about the fact that he's dead you know and i just wish people would understand that you know when you are when you are grieving over someone you have never met that doesn't mean shit that doesn't mean that it's any less important um you know, it just means that
1: I, that person impacted you in some way.
4: Right. That, you know, like I've never met Josh. Technically, I've never met fish. I've never met rich. If one of them died, I would be super fucking sad. And you know what? That doesn't make it any less impactful just because I didn't know them. Now, I understand there, there, yeah, there's a level yeah. above that to where like Kobe Bryant or Robin Williams or Neil Peart, who passed away earlier this year, that fucking sucked. Um, didn't know me on a personal level. Sure. That's fair, and I understand that's where your argument stems from. But that doesn't mean they didn't have any less impact on my life or on your mm-hmm. life or anyone else in your life's life. And so, I, at the end of the day, yeah, um, yeah, are, are you gonna keep? Are you gonna keep eyeing me? Well, I was <laughs> uh, just gonna. I was. Just I, gonna I you wanna cut in. Just let me finish.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't really want to cut in. I was just trying to agree, so
4: it didn't sound oh, okay. like I was gonna cut in. Oh, okay. Uh. The the. The thing, and then I'm going to leave it at this, because, um, yeah, I, I know a lot of people have heard enough about this, and I'm sure people are like, yeah, I've heard enough about this, let's move on, and I'm sure some people are just like, I, I, you know, I don't want to grieve anymore, it's time to start healing. Um, and I'm going to agree with that. Um, this is probably the only time I'm ever going to mention it, um, from here on out, like go out of my way to mention it. I think what we can do from here Um, and I'm not trying to be uh, virtue signaling or like trying to like put a positive fucking great silver lining on this fucking shit sandwich kind of thing. But um, I guess the, I guess the best you can do is just appreciate the time we had and in in your current life just reflect on it when you're ready and to move forward and to be just a little bit better having experienced what you experienced
0: yeah and and i agree on that note i will also conclude with Final sentiments that I think we'd all love to live in a a perfect world where every person that died on that helicopter crash gets the same amount of publicity, right? And the same amount of, like, murals built in their honor. But we're all realists, and we know that that's not how the world works. Everyone's lives are affected differently. It doesn't put a value on anyone's life being more or less than another's. It's just the reality of the world we live in. When I looked at that picture of everyone who died in that crash, I felt the same level of sadness for every single face that I saw um, it's just the whole thing is just really, really sad. Um, but that's why when at the beginning of the show, I was thinking about shows like that we do where we just kind of laugh and have a good time and hopefully we can try to help people's days a little bit better. I hear that from people a lot that we help them get through the work week or give them a laugh when they're stressed. And I think that's really the goal, right? Make insightful conversations, but you know, brighten people's day, maybe take their mind off of. Uh, yeah uh, i
1: think i think we're here to serve as the distraction but you know at the same time it doesn't feel right to you know come in and have the levity without acknowledging when when stuff like this happens
0: yeah and this particular if you say well you haven't mentioned other people in the past we do what we can if it affects us in particular like on a deeper level then we'll mention it but it's just it's just the way it is it's not like trying to play favorites or anything like that it's just if we're affected it'll come out in the show simple as that
4: right Um, yeah i mean i Neil Peart died earlier this year, and that hit me. Yeah, that was it. Hit me so hard, and it's like something I didn't really talk with about with anyone except my father, because I know that like it doesn't make his death any or his life any less impactful. Um, that less people were quote unquote talking about it or not talking about it as compared to this death. It's that I know the level of reach that one person has versus another and that doesn't make their life or their death any less or more meaningful. It just means that the reach there is different. The the level that they were in the general public eye is different. Um Yeah. One hundred percent.
0: Well and yeah. the thing that I think about at the end of all this is like just the horror of freak accidents. How they can no matter how prepared you are, they can just happen, right? Just freak accidents by nature and all accounts are terrifying because You, you almost can't prepare for them. It's just the, like you, he's been taking that helicopter for 17 years, right? That's what he was saying. 17 years back and forth, 17 years, you know, and this was just, it's just, it's just the sort of the random nature of existence and life and how terrifying it can be. So the odds at one point in your life, 0.0000001 that die can roll against you and it's over. Um, I did. Oh shit. Fuck. Sorry. Oh, I was really out of sorts. There. On a, a more cheerful um, odds
1: note, the I, the odds that you'll be attacked by a gorilla are very low, but they're never zero.
4: It's true. And the, the chance take care that of those gorillas uh, and the chance that Josh votes red dead two as his game of this console generation is in fact a zero at all times. Yes.
0: <laughs> Look, Josh. Life is too short. We can't. We can't let these red dead arguments go. We should, Let's just get it on your top ten list and get it over with. You know. I don't. I don't want to fight with you
3: anymore. I mean,
0: let's let's lay it to rest. It's
3: already on my top ten. Like it's it's it's. Up there with some of the worst games I've played. I was going to say I go introducing Josh's
4: top ten least impactful games of the generation.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I, I knew that was. I knew, I knew that's
4: where this is going. I knew that. Like, here's the thing. I knew the end result. I enjoyed the journey.
0: <laughs> that's that's Red Dead for you. I did not enjoy the journey on this case. Um, uh, the last two quick polls I had in regards to that. I just as like a not really silly, but I let everyone. Use the scientific slider of the prayer hands to pray for Kobe Bryant on the poll day, and it went all the way up. There was only like one or two people that didn't use the prayer hands to you know the full th- maximum effect, and that was probably nice You accident. know those aren't prayer hands, right? Those are
2: prayer it's, hands. It's a high five. No, Someone explained
1: that to me the other day. That's not what those are. No,
0: they, they
2: lied. It's
1: a me. high five. I did the research.
0: Well, it's used as prayer hands. So I know I everybody it uses worked. it like that. Can I can high five it too. Um, and then I thought it was strange when I saw a lot of people were tweeting about these serious events like the death that they were using emojis and it just got me thinking how weird it is that in today's world we can deliver really serious news with emojis and like 90% of our audience was like, yeah, it's pretty weird that we can use emojis when we're talking about someone's death because, you know, and this is not to denigrate anyone that did that. I want to make that clear. I just found it odd when I was checking Twitter to see if the death was real and people were using crying emojis. Like if I'm going to deliver some serious news to someone, I would never think to use an emoji. I think of an emoji as being kind of a a light thing, but that's
4: just the world we live in. So,
1: uh, I think it's more normalized. It's not it's not necessarily something I would do, but it's definitely more normalized. For sure.
4: And especially, yeah, I think that's that might even be something like a generational thing that might be something like that, where like our generation is like you express it in words and future generations are expressing expressing that more visually. I don't know. That's completely, you know, unfounded in any kind of scientific evidence. I
1: I also think like, you know, older generations are trying to do it too to like fit in like they're like, hello, fellow kids. And I'm like, OK, boomer. Ooh.
0: But even then, like 90% of our audience said that they did think it was weird, so it's like the acknowledgement that it's weird but still kind of going along with
3: it, it's just one of those which, societal which things. Which emoji, emoji did they have to pick to to signal I, they agreed? I used
1: the eggplant. Okay. No,
3: with our scientific slider, I assume it was emojis on both ends. To... No,
0: although that would have been a great way to do it, Josh.
4: But um, no, it was just a yes uh, or no. I was expecting too much from you again. Yeah, yeah, you Josh, really let us down. Josh, I, I just, you know what? I just realized I think, I think this is what you're alluding to. And I think you've helped, helped lead the horse to the uh, watering hole, um, as, as the uh, old adage goes, is that Morgan, in order to you know, si- signify his like prayers, used an emoji. But now he's talking about it's weird,
2: <laughs> isn't it? Weird to use an emoji, weird?
4: I think that's what you're al- well, alluding to there.
0: But to, I wasn't really delivering bad news, though. You know, that was the only way I could use us as a, you were. I could allow them to <laughs> signify. Well, it was just a, all it was was a picture of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and it allowed them to like pray in unison, in theory, as a gesture. It was simply like a, high a five. gesture. And I'm not even saying it's right or wrong. I'm just yeah. saying I, it's weird to observe. It's peculiar.
4: You know, it's it's pecu- peculiar. <laughs> Do you notice how I said that? Peculiar. Nailed no, it. I think the more. I think. I think the weirder thing. I think the weirder thing, to be honest with you, is the. Uh, uh and this is I was
0: hoping no one was going to catch that <laughs> you, we yes. were all
1: going to catch it. We were just waiting <laughs> was... to see who was going to point it out first. Mm. And it's all
0: this me. is not the
4: time. God damn it. Uh, uh, I was like just pause. Right. Okay, sorry. It's all right. You oh, should have just kept talking, but no, I think the more peculiar thing is in all seriousness are the uh the journals and the websites that are trying to profit off of this by spreading falsehoods and rumors because actually multiple families um, have come out and said like all this spreading of these lies and rumors is actually greatly affecting our families like there's a rumor and I admit it I I thought it was true at first was that Rick Fox a former NBA player and teammate of Kobe Bryant's was in the crash so of course his family fucking freaked out and was like oh my god my husband my father's dead Um, there were reports that all the daughters, um, all the Bryant daughters died, you know, there were, there have been all these lies and rumors and then people just trying to profit off of this and it's fucking disgusting. TMZ. And I'm going to, and I, I, I highly, highly doubt, I highly doubt that anyone who made these articles is listening to us. But if you do, you're a fucking piece of shit and you're pathetic and you don't deserve to be a fucking journalist. Period. Like, to ever try and profit off of somebody's death like that, and to affect other families who are having to live with the repercussions of that, is fucking beyond sick. Well,
0: that's why Rich got fired from Destructoid. He was trying to profit off Arthur Morgan's death, so... Um. The the worst part.
4: uh, Nothing of value is lost in that death. Yeah, nothing of value is lost
1: there. Everybody won.
0: God damn
4: it, Rich! Um, You're my one Red Dead ally, (laughs) and you completely
0: turned on me.
1: Well, you know, you keep trying to throw the past in my face. So, um,
0: I was using your own writing as as a testament to your own change.
4: Um, (laughs) Rich, uh, you know what? what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Really quick. Sorry. Before you go into your point, this is what Morgan does, and I'm glad you're realizing this. He let me use a basketball analogy actually, while we're talking about it kind of loosely, he will dribble into the paint with three defenders sitting in the paint and he has nowhere to go with the basketball. So he passes it two feet to you. And then he gets angry at you because you don't score the basketball when he himself didn't have a plan in the first place.
0: All I did was grab Rich's review, which I enjoyed thoroughly and, and used it to make my own case. I, it's, I don't
2: understand what's going so wrong Because week
4: that. in and week out, Morgan. You don't shut the fuck up about this fucking game. And then you try and ram it down our throats week in and week out. And you actually do the opposite of what you're trying to do. You're like trying to spread the no, quote unquote brilliance of fair. something. And you just ram it down everyone's throat. I've told that, you. That's not my thing. No I think I was not chosen by,
0: by So what am I not supposed to put it on my list? I'm not supposed to put it on my list. I'm supposed to pretend it doesn't exist. Is that what you want from me? I kinda like annoyed ignoring the topic? That's not fair. I'm raining it down your throat because it's part of the topic? What the fuck are you asking for? What I, are you asking
1: for? I, I think understand? I kinda liked Red Dead earlier this tonight, but now I think I hate it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you see? You see? <laughs> I hate all of you. You see what
0: you do uh, to Wisborg? <laughs> Literally, this is no, this is how it gets twisted on me. The topic <laughs> which we worked out with the patron was third person action adventure game, So unless I lie to myself, then I can't bring it up. I'm not allowed to bring up my own fucking choice, because apparently it's going to mean I'm ramming it down your throat like a giant black dick.
1: You were allowed to bring (sighs) it up, but then we were like, listen, man, nobody else is vibing with that, so it's not going to make the list.
0: But it was on your top ten, Rich. I thought you would be vibing with it. It wasn't on my top... Shay put it... Okay. It wasn't on my top five tonight here. Can you have my... If you can have a little empathy here, our listeners, just understand that I am working with someone who put it in their top ten of the (laughs) year list, and... My friend Shay put it in his top three and then it's just like
1: It was a slow year.
0: It um, was not a slow
4: year. <laughs> you put it above into the breach.
0: Our game of the year, by the
4: way. Which is a much better third person
2: action adventure game.
1: <laughs> My favorite third person action adventure game is Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna get you guys some a nice pair of flip flops for Christmas. Uh, what were we gonna say, Rich? You had You were making a point before uh we uh, spiraled out of yeah, control. Yeah, before
1: we spiraled out of control, I wanted to point to while uh Shay was on a a war path with you know journalistic integrity in that regard. This story was broken by TMZ before Next of Kin was informed, and I think that is the most egregious fucking yeah, thing that was crazy. handled. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's just fucking the world we live in. It's gross. It's real gross.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Show of hands, everyone heard the news, did not believe it was true. Show of hands, that'll that'll
4: What'll what?
1: play well on this audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: I'm gonna be honest, I didn't believe it because Now like, did everybody pe- hear pe- who rose raised that's, their hands?
0: That's peculiar. Peculiar. peculia.
1: All right, let's get the fuck out
0: of here. This has gone on too long. It's
1: too long. Thanks for stopping by my new anime
0: podcast, Oops All Anime. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, if you change it to Hoops All Anime, you could talk about- uh, There is basketball anime. What was that? What was that basketball anime podcast? Or that basketball anime that was famous? Um, Slam Dunk. I don't know. Yeah, Slam Dunk. Slam Dunk.
1: All right, next week we're covering uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders. Mm. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Uh, and now you guys dude, can go talk about One Piece for a couple hours,
4: dude. I'd fucking love um, to do an anime podcast. We would start with <laughs> Cowboy Bebop and we'd go through Samurai Champloo Outlaw Star, Gurren Logan.
1: This is uh, all everything you're saying sounds amazing. To me. This
4: is a real conversation we should have.
0: <laughs> everything was from like 90s to Nami or early 2000s. There, to Nami. great everything he just named is a great show.
1: Say
2: that <laughs> moon.
0: <laughs> then we'll do
1: all of one piece and we'll die before we finish talking about it. Yeah. That's
3: I think truth. I might I finally made it to like 2000, I think maybe 2001. So um
2: You're only getting have there, a Josh
3: a few thousand more episodes to catch up. There you go.
0: <laughs> that is that, that's real? Wow. Yeah, I it's started like it over with the family
3: something. so they could uh, catch up and we are yeah, like 2000
4: 2001, which is like <laughs> 600 is episodes in or
3: so. 600 700 episodes in
4: so you're getting it oh yeah. really that oh no you're you're pretty far if you're 600 700 yeah. episodes in, yeah with your family oh, you're yeah. pretty far
3: je, je. don't they make it's like so a
0: condensed version of one piece like dragon ball z super or whatever uh there, there's or not dragon super. ball z kai is what you're thinking of. Yeah,
1: yeah i don't kai, believe there kai. is a condensed one piece
3: oh no but i'm sure you could just They'd watch <laughs> all the uh um i'm sure people made guides of where the filler gets cut yeah. There's an. Uh, there yeah. is a lot There's of one a piece. Lot of, it. If you're trying to catch like, up flashback.
1: with something as deep as One Piece, I'd suggest just reading it because it'll be faster.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'd read to so catch if... up to where you are as far. If you were trying to actually get caught up, what I I had a friend who
1: was getting into it very late in the game, and what I told him was like. I was like, read the manga, and then go on YouTube for like the big fights and watch them. Like, go watch like the Luffy Rob Lucci fight and stuff like that. Like, oh God. but beyond that, like, read it. Oh,
4: that arc was so fucking. Right. This good. is Spiral God, out of control, you
0: know, Rich. This is your doing. You did this. <laughs> Thanks it. for stopping by, Morgan, to be a guest on Oops All
4: Anime. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Wait, is this a trick? It just segues into the podcast without me realizing it. It's already started. <laughs> yeah, it's happening right now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop my uh, recording. You guys just keep going for the next two hours, okay? Um, the Chompcast is now over. Now Thanks, everyone, for uh, checking out the show. And um, usually we plug a bunch of shit, but we plugged enough. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you, Josh, for being here from Michigan, Shay from Japan, Rich from the East Coast, New York, and, of course, me, General Mountain, from Montana. We will see you next week for an all-new Chompcast.